0: practice it i'm already recording so just whenever you feel ready and if you don't get it right just try it again
1: hello my name is garrett Dressel. i'm just kidding <laughs> my name is garrett
2: dressel i come in peace <laughs> hey what's
1: up guys my name is garrett dressel and this is episode 17 of the mass football podcast we're going to be talking about futsal and everything else that's happening in oklahoma city with soccer
0: hey that's such a good intro i'm oh, in uh, i want to ask you how it went but
2: bigfoot dude aliens <laughs> illuminati I'm, I'm in my boots right now just shaking of how excited i got through this whole episode we talked about everything from futsal to sports house to rise to how it started tornadoes f- aliens bigfoot also being an alien dude it's an episode filled with so many things and i can't wait for you guys to listen to it
0: yes definitely so tune in and um, just stay tuned man we got we're, we're we're just tearing it up right now episode 17 big things to come Oof. can it get better from here Who knows? Who knows? (laughs) Well, I guess we'll find out next week on the next episode of the Mass Football Podcast. Yo, welcome back to the Mass Football Podcast, the number one podcast, soccer podcast out of this uh, zip code here that I don't know. Uh, 7-3-1-2-9. I'm your host 73129. I'm your host, Ricardo Johan. with me today, the co host, Pablo Lopez. What is up? And I want to start off by saying thank you to Selva for allowing us to use your studio here at 217 Southwest 25th Street. You know what they do? Plants, books. You can find them online. Their uh, schedule's online as well. Definitely, definitely hit them up. And um, today, a special guest, Garrett. What's up, man? How are, How are you? you? Good. Oh, I got Thank the you. claps. I got all kinds of sounds here. Yeah, sounds great. Dang. Well, I appreciate you coming on here on this uh, February the 14th, Valentine's Day. My wife's cool. She's cool? Yeah, dude. She's down for it. Minus two. Yeah. Shout out to our wives. Yeah, shout Let's out to our, start our out wives. <laughs> Let's <laughs> yeah. start off yeah. our episode by saying, baby, I love you. Yeah, Thank yeah. you for letting me come out Happy and do Valentine's this. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah. Your, your wife might listen to this. Do you want, do you want to say she's anything? She's going to? to. She's going to? No,
1: hey, I will say this, okay? Whenever we first got together, I said, hey, it's probably going to take me about 10 years to get Sports House off the ground, yeah, that's a decade. That's a long time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was down for it.
0: She Respe- saw the vision. She, I guess, she Respe- saw. The she was vision. like, "I'll be poor for a while." Hey, that's cool. <laughs> and when you grow together, you. Uh, yeah. What's
2: what's the word? Uh, no, Stay think, strong together? Stay together. Yeah, yeah, that works. You know, I mean, look at what. Uh, what's that guy's name? Cooper Cup. His wife did dude, Conor McGregor right, dude mm. there you go great story find find a woman that will help you grow within yourself. Man. Do you want to thank Absolutely. your wife, Bob? No, I want to thank my dog for letting me out. <laughs> <laughs> she, yeah. was, she was alright with me She's coming out. Easy wife, yeah. Yeah. She was kind of like, it's okay. She said, huh? Yeah. She said, like, uh, we'll hey, really, really fast. Yes, sir.
1: Can I also say that this this place is awesome? I've never been inside this studio, dude. This is
0: amazing. It's immaculate, isn't it? I yeah. like the the way it's flowing, and it's only getting better. They have so many ideas for this right, place, right? Right. And Top bins. If you want some shirts, shout out to Top bins.
1: I'm gonna. I'm shout definitely to gonna there. be telling some people about this place.
0: Definitely, plants—they're great for Valentine's gifts. Uh, all kinds of stuff. I'm pretty sure people bought roses. The have roses.
2: No, it's more like a house plants type of thing, like mm. indoor plants. Yeah, it just makes you feel yeah. good. It does. Like, this place makes me feel good. The air is different. I don't know if you it know is. from in from here yeah. to outside. It's, like, way different.
0: Well, I don't want to get um, on that side of it, but I believe plants give off good energy.
2: Oh, they do? Yeah, I, uh, 100%.
0: They do. And energy isn't destroyed. It's only transferred and stored. So stay yeah. around, good energy, guys. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a soccer podcast. So, uh, Garrett, mean, yeah. talk to me about you and soccer. You... Work at futsal, uh, futsal, Sporehouse. Yes. Can you tell me about your story in futsal, uh, Sporehouse?
1: Yeah. Um, well, first off, I want to say this. I think a lot of people, when they think about futsal, they, they think about soccer, yeah. right? Oh, that's not there. Yeah. Well, I, I think that it's important to say that, like, futsal in and of itself is a completely different sport. Yeah. And once you start to think about it as a different sport and to experience it as a different sport, it really takes on a life of its own, right? And so we had to kind of make a a conscious decision probably about five years ago. Six years ago, me and my brother went to the professional combine down in Orlando, Evan, Mm. back when I was still playing. Mm. I have retired since. Um, So, uh, But I think we came back from that experience thinking, holy cow, Like we have to make a decision. You can't have one foot in soccer and one foot in futsal. That's true. Which Evan obviously is a soccer coach, right? Mm, But for me, I am not a soccer coach. I only live in futsal. And so Mm. um, I just kind of wanted to point that out because that was a huge – because I've been doing this for 12 years now um and so that was probably halfway through i said six years ago so for the last six years it's all been straight up futsal right Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. um but we got started and actually sports house was born when i was in the army and we were working on a project for the afghan military academy and so me and my partners came up with something called sports house which would essentially be a way um, for the soldiers to be playing sports year round um inside of a facility, mm-hmm. um you know, to help with cohesion and team building so and mental health, and mental health, also sorts of sports right, connecting right. people yeah. In different ways. I right see that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And so whenever I got out of the army, you know, I was coming back here um, from new york and and I actually ended up living in l a when I would come back and visit. We were playing at our church, and I can't remember where it is somewhere around here. Um, with, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Javier was playing yeah. there and, and so futsal has always been around um, we just needed to organize it and so that's what we did we came in and said hey we already have this kind of structure that we built when I was at West Point um, futsal is already alive here mm-hmm. um, let's organize it and start moving in that direction and that's what we did
0: and I think one of the things that you said that was really important is keeping in mind that futsal is not soccer futsal is something within itself Yeah, it's completely absolutely. different I was going to compare baseball and softball, but it's basically kind chess, of and like chess and checkers, chess and checkers. Yeah,
1: it's chess and check. It's what it Very is. Very true. Yeah. Snakes
0: and ladders and Monopoly. No, no? <laughs>
1: yeah. no, but it is. It's chess and checkers. It's a harder version of, of a sport. Right. Mm-hmm. Or it's also kind of like
2: pickleball and tennis. Yep. Have
1: you guys been to Chicken and Pickle?
2: I have That place is dope It is I haven't I've been, been there yet What? I grew up playing pickleball though Me really? and my brother We played a lot of pickleball I'm not going to lie to you I don't know what pickleball is It's like the futsal version of tennis It's, it's like a tennis It's a lot
0: smaller right? Heavier ball It's yeah. a little bit slower of a game On a smaller court mm-hmm. You can rent courts out there too um, they're not sponsoring this episode, but it is a really awesome place yeah. that you can rent. And some people take so serious. Oh, for sure. Especially serious. old people. The only time really? that I've
2: been out there was uh, during the final of the Euros when okay. Italy played England. Mm-hmm. I went out there with oh, the English people. It was, it was fun oh. until England missed all their PKs. It was yeah. fun yeah. until <laughs> it <laughs> wasn't. Yeah. yeah, it was fun yeah. Yeah, it was until it wasn't. Until it the tables started <laughs> turning, <laughs> literally <laughs> literally yeah. turning, literally. Literally yeah. turning. Literally tables got flipped. I'm sure. I'm sure. But it was fun. It was cool. It was a cool, like the food was great and the environment was just super cool. And then right in front of that is like a, like a movie place. It's a perfect
0: summer night place. Yes. It's right off of, uh, almost Hefner, almost 122nd ish. It's just right. It's pretty hidden. It's It's a a little hidden. It's like,
1: it's crazy though. What I realized is once we moved over here to the South side, Uh I don't
0: go North ever. No, and don't everything th- you need is here. It's so yeah, dangerous on the true. north side. No, <laughs> no offense
1: to the north side, but mm. I'm just saying everything yeah. you need really is down here. Plus, I don't want to
0: get stuck in that construction zone oh, that is God. never going to be done. <laughs> no. It's never yeah. going to be done. Settle with the potholes yeah. down here. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's that's funny and hilarious. Well, that's thank you for your service as well. Oh no, yeah, that's absolutely. huge that you were also able to bring the soccer out there and then bring mm-hmm. it back here, and then I guess that's when you guys started. At at Mustang?
1: Yeah. Well I mean, first off, you know, how trends work is like when things come over from overseas, typically it happens, you know, on the coast and it slowly moves in. And mm-hmm. so when I was living in New York, we were already playing football. Mm-hmm. And then when I moved to Los Angeles people were already playing futsal right mm-hmm. like organized and so when I came back here and I realized we were just kind of playing in these gyms I was like oh, okay like there's an opening there yeah um, but really on the developmental side is where I was at I was like dude I mean it's so good it's consistent right and so that was the main thing for me was okay how are we gonna like develop players mm-hmm. and so it just happened to be a great tool for that it's a
0: yeah, small-sided smaller touches it definitely improved gets you ready for the outdoor game. And whenever we were speaking to Rodrigo, he was telling us his story about how he started playing soccer and he mentioned, I don't know if you caught it, yep, but that at the in Brazil or where he is from, they don't transition to outdoor until they're right. 11. So they play foot only futsal right. until they get 11 and can you imagine just the benefit of right. being able to just quickly be able to make decisions and keep right. that ball close to your well, feet
1: well it's crazy because like when football factory was first kicking off i remember javier coming and meeting with us we were doing a camp over at um southmore mm-hmm. and through our um i wouldn't call him partner i don't know what we call him man that kind of like mentors city futsal in dallas um they have connections with um santos mm-hmm. in brazil
0: I and remember that.
1: So uh, Yeah, so Santos comes over. They do their camps, right? And it's the same thing. They they play futsal. I think it was Santos and their methodology, which is what we use their methodology. Um, I, I literally, really quick sidebar here, we're sitting in the coach's courts with these Santos guys, and it's all in Portuguese, yeah. and they have a translator, and my brother, Evan, looks at me, and he's like, are we getting brainwashed right now? <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, it was, like, so intriguing. It's, like, a form of the game that we've never – like, we couldn't wrap our head around yeah. it. They've been doing open your this. third eye. Mike, we really did. I mean, uh, you know, they've been building their methodology for decades and decades and decades. You know, Pele came through. Neymar came through yeah. um, that methodology. So it was, like, kind of mind-blowing. Um, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, thank you. Be hey, I break everything I touch, so I was waiting for you to do that. I got you. Um, and so, yeah, like, the crazy thing about futsal, and they do that a lot in Brazil, is they'll, they'll play into a certain area or a certain age, and then they say, okay, you know, I'm either going to pick outdoor or futsal. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course that's not going to work here. You know, yeah. um, there's a book called how soccer explains the world. Have you guys ever heard of this book? Mm-mm. Um, and, you know, it's how a lot soccer about, soccer explains the world. Yeah. It's about geography and economy and these kind of things. So I think a lot of times when people get frustrated with like soccer in the United States, there's a lot of other things that are going into why it's frustrating, frustrating. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we just kind of have to do it a little bit different. So, Ideally, we would kill the pay-for-play system because when you go to Santos, we take our kids down to train in Brazil.
0: Um, I wanted to ask you how that was. We'll get to that here in a Yeah, second. well, there's lines of kids waiting for a door to open so they can go in. There's no pay-to-play. There is no pay-to-play, and eventually I think these kids even get paid to play right. at no, a younger age.
1: They do, yeah, and they get sponsorships and mm-hmm. things like that. Um but you know that's just not feasible here yeah right wow. we're not there yet and I, and it would be nice to be so the way we have to integrate our programs just has to, we have to be creative and we have to keep finding ways to plug people in and to keep growing the sport which i would argue in the last 3 years the sport is
0: growing exponentially i mean it's just blowing up i concur mm. for sure I, I, there's no doubt that sport house is a staple for futsal and in Oklahoma, but uh, south side of Oklahoma City as well. Right. It's definitely, you can't think of futsal in Oklahoma City without I appreciate you saying that. that it's huge,
1: been a huge sacrifice I mean I mentioned earlier about my wife mm-hmm. <laughs> she's finally like after 10 years she's like okay this is working now mm-hmm. finally right yeah, yeah. but we just had to grind it out and I think you were asking about Mustang earlier mm-hmm. and so the way we looked at it and that's where I'm from and oddly enough people who haven't been out to Mustang don't realize Mustang has a really strong soccer culture they for do. a lot of years they They've do produce a lot of good players the The program is you know with Jared Homer now um, we play together in high school. It's just always been a good a good solid program, but we thought in our in our hearts we said if we can make futsal work in Mustang, then we can make futsal work anywhere. I love that saying. Yes. Yeah, and so we made it work in Mustang and we thought okay, we're busting at the seams. Now let's go somewhere where it's going to be fully embraced, yes. right? And we're surrounded um, by the culture that needs to be in there. So
0: That's crazy.
2: Do you remember the first time you went up there?
0: To Sport House mm-hmm. and, Mustang, and Mustang or I don't think I I don't – I didn't visit that When were you at MACU? I was in MACU in 2010 and 2011. So you may have been at the gym that got blown away by the tornado, though. I think that's the one that I've been to.
1: Yeah, and that's where Puyo, Beanie, all those guys, Mm -hmm. you know, were playing in there. And it was crazy because when we started in there, we didn't have a court. Mm -hmm. We were just – and I would go in because it was on literally concrete. No, well, we were on concrete in the beginning. And so I was like, man, it's, like, kind of slick. And so because of liability, we didn't have yeah. insurance at the time. I was like, I would go in there and just mop it and get everything out. And then every day. But we would play on, on the concrete. we go down to Brazil. Dude, they're playing on concrete down there. Yeah. And they're sliding. And that's just how they like to play. But, uh, yeah, that's that was early on. That was way back in the day.
0: And then what were you thinking when I got blown away by the tornado? Um... Uh, talk to me about the moment that when the tornado was passing yeah, it was over. Wild. Did you think like, oh, damn, it's over, Sporehouse.
1: Well, I was taking my camera up there because we had just finished really the court. And the way we built that court was kind of funny. You
0: guys had set up cameras.
1: We did everything. And we also built – like it was like a massive – if you can imagine this, it was a massive – batting cage that had a futsal cord in it. Mm-hmm. And so, but the very last thing I did, and I spent an entire week at night when the kids were asleep, I would go up there and tie what we call a parachute cord. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys ever heard of a parachute cord. I tied it all the way around all the ropes, mm-hmm. the nets, because I wanted to ensure a parachute cord will not break. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so I wanted to ensure that it was just really tight because there was gymnastics going on. the last thing I wanted was a ball or something to my yeah. kids doing a flip. And thank God we did the parachute cord. I went up with my camera to take a picture of the finished court. And then all of a sudden there. took picture of the tornado instead. I was like, I got to get out of here, get back to my family. And then get that call like later in the night, like, Hey, the gym's been destroyed. Okay, whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, like I I went up there and we actually, because of the parachute cord, (laughs) kept the nets together. It saved our court. So that blue court you played on a Mustang. Yeah. Actually, I lived with that after the tornado, we got everything back and we, we, I was moving into a new house that weekend, that same weekend. And so we actually moved all those tiles into that house. Um, so I lived with the gym for, I think it took about two years to kind of count the tiles, mm-hmm. make sure we had enough. It was a mess. But for me, it was like, okay, we have futsal balls and soccer balls. Um, I think we were training two days later. Mm-hmm. We moved everything to the house and just moved outside. Nice. And, and kind of the the blessing in disguise was that at that time, futsal was still really new, and we were still teaching futsal in a soccer way mm-hmm. um, because we just weren't educated enough. Mm-hmm. We just knew we wanted to do it. But what happened was because the gym blew away, I had to move the show outside where I could, instead of training 20 kids at a time, you know, all of a sudden we were doing camps with like 60 kids. Wow. So our influence got bigger, yeah. right? And so. Talk about a blessing. There's. In disguise. Just depends on how you look at it, too, right? right? Yeah, there's two sides to every pancake. Yeah. Not to quote Dr. Phil. Doc pancakes. <laughs>
0: I'd never heard of the pancakes.
1: <laughs> I like that. Huge Dr. Phil fan, man. Yeah.
0: Every day, bro. I, I don't. I bounce around topics all day. <laughs> but you're a podcaster as well. How awesome would it be to have Dr. Phil on your podcast?
1: It would be a dream come true. Would that be like the one It would be really intimidating.
0: You think so? I think it would be – he's a highly intelligent person. (sighs) You think he gets bored (laughs) talking to people? Like he's just so (laughs) smart that he knows where the conversation is going to go and he's just, just ask it anyway. Yeah, (laughs) I
1: I mean, if I start talking to him about spirits and Bigfoots, Mm -hmm. I I mean, that might be kind of interesting for him.
0: Talk to us about your podcast Uh, because Pablo doesn't know – hold on i want
2: to go back to the to my first <laughs> time back. going there okay oh okay. yeah 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 bro i felt like i was like did you ever play fifa street yes that's what i felt like when really? i walked thank you for saying like, that yeah. dude i was like what is this Because uh, you, the you know you know head. who took me there uh gustavo because mm-hmm. gustavo oh, yeah. me, i mean i was
1: he worked he was like the first guy, kid that ever worked for us
2: yeah, yeah i didn't know i don't know how young i
0: was he talks so highly of you guys that's good he's
2: awesome um I was fairly young, and I, by this time, I don't know. My parents were not just not letting me drive up there because it was like super. It either, seems super it far. Was, it was super far apparently to yeah, them. Yeah. It was super far, but you just get on an Airport Road and you're, you're good. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But then they were like, "Hey, you can't go," and I was just like, All right. "So then I like I convinced my dad to like go up there and go up there with me, and then I show up and I'm like, like, well, what is this place?' You know? Mm-hmm. And it's just like a whole different vibe, and like I think that was the. I think that was my first taste of, like, futsal and it's Organized futsal. Organized futsal, right, right, you right. know, because, you I mean, you play. You play on the streets. You play yeah, on the streets because exactly. that's futsal, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. But this is, like, organized. And yes. you're just, like, you have, they have two courts on, you know, one on your left side, one on your right yep. side. And then I, another thing that I remember is when we had, like, the, basically, like, the open night type of futsal yep. thing. Mm-hmm. And I go out there and there's, like, all these kids there. And you're just. I mean, you basically you as a keeper, you pay like whatever it is, and you're on the whole time. Oh uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, because yeah. nobody else the keeper <laughs> doesn't get yeah. keeper doesn't get the whole day. You you pay. They don't pay for yeah, you to play to get. Ex- exactly, yeah, dude, we need keepers. Yeah. yeah, you're on there the whole time. <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing I say. When you're in there, you're just in there the whole time. Right, right, right. right. But I think it's dude. It was it was definitely like basically game changer mm-hmm. in my retrospect um because it really helped me flourish with my uh ability to touch the ball right right and it's like i've seen it now as a coach as well with some of the players that i know play futsal um like shout out to jose bautista mm-hmm. he plays futsal he's a center back so mm-hmm. like dude when the balls are coming in he's able to bring that down he's calm and collected on the bar and then he just goes out and it's like you know how easy that makes it for like a team mm-hmm. oh, whenever sure. like a specific a center back is yeah. able to like bring it down and then go forward with it. It's just like, dude, yeah. foot size is like crazy. And that for me was definitely a game changer. And yeah. I remember it like, it's well, like it's, it was just yesterday. Dude. It's
1: great that you point that out because a lot of people don't realize that like our academy, RISE, mm-hmm. it stands for Revolution of Soccer Excellence. Mm-hmm. So like our goal is that when kids come into our gym to train, and we have a lot of different programs, it's funny because like if people don't realize how big this ship is. Like if you're in adult leagues, you probably don't realize that we have a forged technical program. If you're in technical program, you might not realize that we have Rise Football mm-hmm. Academy, right? Um, but our goal is to that when kids come out of our gym is that they go back to their club teams or their high school teams or their rec teams is that it, it's making life easier on the coach. Yeah, oh,
0: it
2: definitely is. Right. I concur.
1: Yeah. And the, hopefully in doing that is that it's this compounding effect mm-hmm. where people see it, they come in, they get better. It makes because taking the pressure off the coach, it's hard to be a coach. I, mean, mm-hmm. I, grew, I I grew up with coaches. Right. And I know how grueling it can be when you're trying to stay fresh and relevant and come up with things if you're having to always train down to the lowest level player, which we do a lot mm-hmm. of times, um, it makes it very difficult. And so for us, we were like, okay, if we can get that baseline player to a level where they're able to collect a ball and make decisions, um, that's going to make it easier on the coach. Therefore, the training will be better. Yes. Right. And so it's kind of, I've always looked at training as this compounding effect where the more you do it, the easier it becomes, the more you get out of mm-hmm. it. Right. So.
2: And I think it's its going to be super beneficial whenever like futsal, here like you, Sports House Mm. like reach its its peak and it just becomes like the like the foundation basically because I think from my personal experience I think that you can't go playing soccer your whole life like outdoor and then try to play futsal and be you know Mm. excelling so I think you have to I think the way it only works is if you play futsal first first, you're able to excel outdoor because I've seen some great players outdoor and and played against them (laughs) and I'm like This guy is not cut out for this. But then some of, I mean, some of those guys are blessed to be able to play. That can play outdoor and then shift into the footsaw. But those, that's like it's it's very few. It's very few. And I think whenever you guys do that, you guys are gonna change the game here. It's it's already. there's you can, so many see, you can those, see it some now. But sport, dude, so, how many yeah.
0: Sporthouse players that have gone through your system go on to play college? Because there's a ton. A yeah. There's yeah, a I ton. There know. should be a know. list. Like we have it somewhere. A Hall
1: of Fame list. It's insane. Well, we say it a lot. Like, you can be really... Uh, if you're good at futsal, you'll probably be good at outdoor, right? But if you're really good at outdoor, it doesn't necessarily mean mm-hmm, you're going to be good at futsal. Mm-hmm. And early on, we didn't know the difference. But now that we do it all the time, like mm-hmm. even we just finished our league, I was telling you, we had over 60 teams in our youth league. We had over five, 600 kids that played. But it's fun to sit there all day and be like, okay, that kid plays futsal or that team plays futsal. Mm-hmm. And then to see them playing against an outdoor team. The best thing I like about it, and I'll go back to Bridge Creek, because we always have high school group. That's Mm -hmm. like one of our best leagues. Um, Back in the day in the Mustang Gym, we had Bridge Creek girls come in. Um, Annie Crick's their coach now, she's an awesome coach. Um, And they struggled early on. I mean, they were playing – it was their first-year program. They were playing against, you know, Mustang, like some killers. Mm -hmm. And, dude, they were getting worked. They were getting worked. By the end of it, by the end of that one season, all of a sudden – maybe they're losing the Mustang six to three instead of 24 to zero. Right. And so just that progress, because it's, you have to like change the way you think everything. Yeah. Spacing, dude, it's
0: a
2: whole different vibe. One touch. Yeah. Yeah. You just can't run around with a chicken. I
1: mean, not to cut in, but, um, I think there's two ways to think about futsal a lot of like on the outside, we always look at it and we say, it's definitely going to help our, our touches, our technical mm-hmm. ability, right? It's going to make us pass and move quicker. Um, our shots will be better because we're getting more of them. Um, everything improves just because of the numbers. If you look at it, just based solely off the numbers, mm-hmm. you're succeeding and you're failing at a higher rate. Therefore you're learning more. Right. But what Santos taught us was in fact, what's happening is your brain is trying to adjust. So really like, Although it's good for you technically and everything like that, it's great for you on the intelligence side, and that's what every coach wants—is an intelligent player, mm-hmm. right? Um, because you're having to make decisions really yep. quick, and you're yep. making bad decisions <laughs> Man, early on. Like watching true. little kids play football is really <laughs> hard to do, <laughs> right? But now we're callous to it because we realize that, like, I don't need to. I don't need to get onto you for that ball going out of bounds. You realize the ball just went mm-hmm. out of bounds. Right. And so how do we fix that? And so we start to think ahead. Mm-hmm. We start to move our body in a different way. Um, and so that's what is really appealing to me 12 years in to being obsessed with the sport is like the mental part of it mm-hmm. and what that's doing for kids. Yeah. Um, and so the more you play, you'll start to see kids. are like, dude, is that kid enjoying playing? It's like, Oh yeah. He's just callous to the emotions of it because mm-hmm. futsal will be bring out the worst, and the best in you. Yeah. And refs and parents and coaches. I mean, literally, everybody in that gym, if you're playing football, it's either you're going to be at your best or your worst. Yeah. There's
2: no in between. Yeah, if you're in between, you're not. probably not doing it very good. Yeah, so. That's true. So. Oof. Dude, but that's perfect how you're talking about how it's like super quick decision making because this is constant. Like, it's a short sighted field. So, like, you have to make the decision. Before that ball even comes to you, you know you yeah, have yeah, to like, yeah. and that's perfectly. Once you get like into space, it's just like, man, you have all the time in the world. Right. Oh, you have like, it's even better. So I go straight back into that, and I'm like super excited for you guys to continue growing, because that's just gonna make the like the the field, like the soccer, not like a soccer field, but yeah. like the whole aspect of like soccer grow immensely. And I'm like super excited no, for you guys absolutely. for sure.
1: I mean, you watch like Champions League. Me and Evan do this when we're watching a game together. If you were to break it up into maybe eight futsal courts... Mm-hmm. essentially a uh, top level game would be just a lot of futsal games going on mm-hmm. on a big field right I mean it's all numbers up situations you're looking for 3v2s always and that's what we—that's our methodology teaches that our methodology teaches that we should pull people in and then break down a defense right so yep. if you watch a rise team play it's always defend first so we're always going to get back behind the ball mm-hmm. right numbers behind the ball and then the other thing is, is we're going to be patient and we're going to draw people in and then we're going to break you down I and love that, that. yeah and that's what you see like at the highest level i saw champions league starting back this week right
0: thank goodness thank
1: goodness so hopefully people that listen to this will be <laughs> watching that mm-hmm. game and they'll be like thinking about what we're talking about and saying oh that's right i see that yeah. okay um and you might want to edit this next part out real fast but
0: mm-hmm. uh, you know minute 24 and 18 okay <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: no no and the reason the reason why is because you know in uh, there's other futsal that's going on. And early on, I was like so into futsal. It was almost like I was waging a war when I came in. Mm-hmm. In fact, our philosophy was together we can build an army. And the, and the the reasoning behind that was I thought, okay, if I can bring you in and you in and I can prove that this works, you're going to go in and you're going to build, you're going to bring four or five more people in. Mm-hmm. So that's how we're building the army. But I was like waging a war and I was so stubborn and young. You know how young guys are so stubborn, right? Yeah, right. right? I
3: definitely do.
1: <laughs> and so, but I like, I was like, Anti-indoor. Mm-hmm. I was like anti-everything, unless it was futsal, until my brother, uh, Evan, was like, hey, there's a place for...
0: He brought you... Yeah, he's you like, to- dude, there's a place and for indoor. True. He's
1: like, are the kids having fun, right? Are they out there playing and running around? And so I really kind of had to check myself. And and the reason I was thinking about is because, you know, there's two kinds of futsal. Well, there's one kind of futsal, but there's another version that says that you, you can use throw-ins, right? Mm-hmm. And, and we've had... Uh, conversations with these people. Um, but where we break down on that is that it takes away the decision-making process. If a rule takes away the decision-making process, then it shouldn't be in futsal. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if I can throw it over everybody, then I automatically bypass any kind of critical thinking that I needed to do rather than having to put it down like I would in an outdoor game, Mm -hmm. possibly with a quick restart. Right. Mm If I have somebody standing in front of me, then what does that mean my players have to do? Mm -hmm. They have to freaking move around and take off the ball, right? Even the one, the, my favorite rule, and you're probably not going to like this. The the keeper one. The keeper rule, where you can (laughs) only pass back to the keeper one time. I hate that one. You hate that one. Everybody hates it, but I love it because it causes the court players to think, oh crap.
0: I like that. I got to
1: work my way out of it because I can't already pass back to him. So it's, adding these layers to the game that
0: you don't really think about but it forces you to have to be a better right. player because I hated having the player pass it to the goalie and the goalie picks it up the old hatchet goals yeah, oh that oh, would piss yeah. me off yeah, Soccer yeah. City? yeah. yeah that's the yeah. worst is like it still I, like that no
2: it's still like that is but it? When, like when I play and they do that to me like hands and hands and I'm like I don't grab it with my hands yeah, yeah, yeah it's unrealistic like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like bro what I have, uh, no, but I have honor yeah going back to that I just hate it because <laughs> I love to play like with my feet when I get it but they once I get it once and it kinda like, like cancels you out yeah, of the game. Yeah, like cancels yeah, yeah, out yeah. of the game. Sucks, like right. when we used to like I mean, we've played football at like mm-hmm. all these other different leagues. When we played there we went games like thirty to something. Just because we like you said, we draw them in. Yeah. They keep passing to me and then once like they pass to me, I'm able to be the outlet towards the other way. Right, right. And right. we just bombard yeah. them, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. And when we're not able to do that, our games are very close just because like they don't use me as much. They can You know, they yeah. just can't use me as yeah. much. And then having a keeper who can play with their feet and, like, just be able to do that it's is dangerous. so essential. Yeah, yeah. It's dangerous, man. Well, and we call that fifth attacker mm-hmm. because, like,
1: the way that you've released your keeper is by stepping out of your arc mm-hmm. and you have five seconds to keep that ball in your half. Now, if you want to step into the, into the other uh, offensive half, mm-hmm. you're just a fifth player. So that's what's exciting to me about football. We do this in tournaments all the time. You know, we compete in Orlando and St. Louis and Memphis – um, we got the tournament coming here, right? Mm-hmm. Like we travel all over. We we're supposed to be in Barcelona this week, actually, but mm. it got it got COVID derailed it. Um, but what's great about it is in a tight game, dude. To see a team go fifth attacker is like the funnest thing in the world because they're leaving mm-hmm. the goal open, yep. right? And so it's, <laughs> dude, it's like fun to watch, dude. It's like it's you're dangerous. subbing in and out, yeah. yeah. And you have to be very tactical. And so yeah, I mean, it's it literally is like a beautiful sport that I'm. I really, like, I'm so obsessed with it, and I know it can be frustrating for parents sometimes because, like, even with my own daughter, she grew up playing futsal hardcore. Mm -hmm. And I remember when she was really young, she would be, like, very comfortable in tight situations, and her coach would be freaking out, like, pass the ball! And I'm over there, like, oh, she's been in this situation already 500 times, you know? And so bridging the gap between, like, when you're learning futsal to the outdoor game can be difficult. But as you get older, it just starts to happen because we're playing more, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. So...
0: Yep. Getting Love more familiar it. to those situations. Dude,
2: yeah. Excited. But yeah, let's go back to your podcast. Don't let me nerd out. on
0: uh, I'm excited. Okay, I'm excited. Okay. Are we done nerding out about soccer? Or no, we'll, no, we'll probably we'll bounce go back right to it. back Yeah, into we'll it. go back to but we'll it. But I'm done. excited. I heard,
2: okay. s- I heard spirits. Let me Bigfoot. Yeah, get, yeah, big let get, get started. Right, I
0: um, reached out to your brother. Well, your brother reached out to me to get my kids to play futsal. But then I asked I said, hey, I'm going to have your brother on give me something yeah give me something and then he sent me a link to the podcast and it's a podcast that he does with his father-in-law and i'm just going to give you a short one because he'll give you the full detail but in yeah, this yeah. specific episode they had a card reader like a tarot re- reader yeah reading people's cards that would come on stream because it's mm-hmm. a live stream episode i thought it was so interesting mm-hmm. it's just and, and it sounds <laughs> like a lot of the fans that you have are have been listening forever and you yeah, guys yeah. have a good base we do but. yeah Take it away from me, please. Yes,
1: wait, uh, how long have you been doing it? We have we're we'll do our sixty eighth episode tomorrow. Nice. Yeah, tomorrow. We go thank you. Thank yes. you. Thank you. It's yes. hard. It's hard work. It
0: That's- is, dude.
1: It really is. Um but you know, I I was telling you earlier, my, my father-in-law, actually, when me and my wife first got together, he was a John Lennon impersonator up in, like... <laughs> I love John Lennon. Dude, yeah. He looks I just like Lennon. him. No yeah. way. You open his closet, and it's just all these, like, costumes and wigs. It's amazing. And nice. glasses and stuff, dude, too. Everything. <sighs> so, but he's a great performer, and he, uh, he's in a band, till, uh, still, I'll shout out to uh, British Invasion. Mm-hmm. If you guys ever have a chance, go check him out. Um, but he had, a, he had a heart attack out of nowhere. Mm. And so, he's like, I can't perform. And he's a super creative guy and he was like, Hey, I want to start this podcast. And he'd always been into ghost hunting and spirits and, Mm -hmm, you know, things mm -hmm. of that nature, true crime. And so me, I'm like, uh, yeah of course I'll do that with you I bet
0: you it took a lot of convincing yeah dude.
1: I was like no question about it and <laughs> my wife's like you know you have sports okay. house right and I was like yeah obviously so if you notice in the intro <coughs> I actually go by G Dressel because uh-huh. I was still a little kind of like well I don't want to like but now it's just like all the parents are listening to it from the gym all the oh. dads all the dads <laughs> listen to the uh, the Bigfoot and Alien episodes and, yeah. guys, and then all
2: the moms listen to the true crime
1: I love the true crime
2: yeah like we we work together yeah he sends me on deliveries, I just listen to true crime. Cool, oh, Yeah, I am like Sheesh. my wife is not into true crime, which is weird. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but she's like, can you watch something else about like that's not about murder? Please? Exactly. <laughs> like I, I had
2: Ricardo showing <laughs> me the 48 ropes. Hours again? Yeah, he was like showing me the ropes for like the first couple days that I was working there. Yeah, and it was just like like just straight like oh this person murdered this person by stabbing them forty eight times, and crazy. Ricardo just like looks at I me. I just can't help just, like, but
0: to think. If you're okay, because you listen to a lot of this criminal stuff all day. Yes, yeah. that's all, all he listens oh, he's to. Fine. So he's just like building a Rolodex <laughs> on how to dispose of the body. <laughs> yeah. and What yeah. not yeah. to do. It's like, not
1: easy.
2: No, it's not. It's <laughs> not. Like Wait, I followed a lot of cases. It is difficult. It's difficult. But if done correctly, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
1: No, yeah. but we do. You know, like. I mean, I had an expensive thing. I was, like, pretty skeptical. Like, again, mm-hmm. I was coming from West Point, And for those of you... Are you familiar with West Point? No, Mil- go ahead and let us it's know. It's the United States Military Academy, okay? Mm-hmm. It's
0: like, if you heard of Army-Navy football... Mm-hmm. It's West Army, Point? Army's West Point. West Point Navy is, is never a big be. one. Okay. It's, yeah, like, yeah. The most, one of the most yeah, ones that you hear about. It's serious.
1: It's very serious. And so, like, when I came... Back to Oklahoma, he was like, dude, there's a ghost in my house. I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever. You, who's, your father-in-law's name? Yeah, that? yeah. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Well, then I like literally experienced it and it was terrifying. Stop. Swear, dude. Tell me, had, tell me, tell me. He had a K2 meter. You know what a K2 meter yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, of course. He had a K2 meter and this thing was like, on, a K2 meter is literally just batteries. Mm-hmm. It's a box with batteries in it. This thing was lighting up on point. Do you know
0: what it is? Yeah, it's c- picking up the waves. The that's frequency. Given. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to dispel it, right? I'm like, okay, yeah, debunk it or uh-huh. whatever. Um, then he had a spirit
2: box, which is spirit box. Spirit boxes are so dope. Dude. I don't know what a spirit box it is. is. Now lo- it is now locked away, what and he has never box? opened it again. Okay, so spirit box is the scariest instrument that I've ever experienced. Is it like myself? a Ouija board? No, no, no. Well, no. well <laughs> in retrospect, it could be. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just basically like... You a know, correct box. me if I'm wrong. It's basically yeah. kinda like a like a, a box that has like all the frequencies that like from different radios and stuff like okay. that. That basically you ask it a question, <sighs> yes, and it'll respond. And then, and you with. can hear,
0: you hear it. And like something yeah. that, yes, yes. From okay. the But you don't box. hear it
1: immediately. You have to go back and yeah. play. It. Well and now play you can oh,
0: okay. Back then when back we then. were doing
1: it, you couldn't. You'd ask so it, it a would question. just be quiet, right? And then you would go back and you can hear us talking and you could hear the answers. And <sighs> the craziest yeah. thing oh, was man. that he, like, walked out into his garage, and if he didn't say anything and put the spirit box in, mm-hmm. no voices were there, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, and he was just willy-nilly, like, oh, hey, are there any spirits here? God. Which you're not supposed to he do. We know this yeah. now. He's learned his lesson. Yeah, you um, And then all of a
0: sudden. Hey, that's what I was telling you the other day. I was like, I believe in it. I don't think about it too much because I just want to open myself up to that. I don't want to open that very cautious now, yeah. Yes.
1: Because he had a really bad experience. But, um, so he says, hey, are there any spirits here? And the only thing that comes through is, I am evil no uh, stop but it wasn't God, like dude, in bad dude. voice it was just somebody saying hey i'm evil that's, that's bad that's <laughs> that's worse, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's dude. worse though yeah so oh, that's when he God. started thinking you know maybe i should stop playing with this thing mm-hmm. as much and started getting messages on his phone in the morning like it looked like he was typing them yeah. and one of them said i hope you slept well stop and so that's when he put the spirit box away and, and so it's things, locked up now everything he stopped that day you don't so
2: don't you, play with it. <laughs> you did you experience this yourself? Yeah, like, yeah, I
1: did. That's when well, and then I was like, okay, maybe it's just your head. Well, in hindsight, what's crazy though, for real, is like when you would walk into that house into that back room, it was like super heavy, it felt like you were mm, like walking okay. through water. Yeah. And again, I'm just like ignorant, I'm like, I'm like a dumb 22 year old at the mm-hmm. time right
2: this guy keeps pointing at me I every guy, time he's talking about like young, guy, young people I saw him when he said I'm just <laughs> an idiot and then he pointed at like, a photo <laughs> yeah,
1: this guy so, I, was like, I was like I didn't recognize it until he had the house cleansed yeah and then like he, they had somebody come in because it was getting really bad like things uh, flying off the wall like
0: poltergeist yeah is this a Hispanic thing do you cleanse your house when you get a new house because yes. I we've cleansed we every do. house well uh, okay. I'm Catholic I okay. mean so yeah okay. like yeah. we, I we do, did I think it's a Catholic thing too yeah
1: because energy can be residual you were talking about energy yes, lately like if it. you walk into a house and something bad has happened like in your say they're trying to sell the house you can kind of walk in and be like eh, i'm not feeling it mm-hmm. it's probably that leftover energy feeling right it, feeling it is yeah a term. yeah
0: I'm, I'm so big on it and I, i've explained it to my wife and i sometimes i think she thinks i'm crazy but it's like i believe there's good energy and bad energy and i try to surround myself with people that are going to feed me good energy motivate me not bring me down because if you're around somebody that's negative regardless if you're trying to or not, that's going to affect you. Everything's and, energy. And it doesn't go away. That stays with you. Yeah. And you pass that on to people. So it's just all about just positive. positive it is. Positive, why, uh, positive.
2: why were you looking at me when you were talking about the negatives? <laughs> because you can be pretty negative sometimes. And I'm it's only not, negative when it comes to the nec- Mexican national team. That's it. That means, uh, uh, that's I want to say good though, dude. No. But he is not a supporter. That's No, that's not true. That is not true. That is very true. I am not a su- I'm not a supporter, but I really enjoy no, watching them play. I'm not a supporter of the Federation. Different. Okay. That's different. That's the, the national thing, though. No, the Federation is who holds the power. But it's all... The other I, guys are just the like, ones that play. It's all the same thing, though. But <laughs> going back to this. Thank you. Have you... So you experienced that yourself? Or I did. you experienced something else? Multiple times.
1: No, no, no. So like, I experienced it in his room that day. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, that's weird. He also had a, a flashlight uh-huh. that was able to turn off and on. Uh, yeah, when you ask it, it. when yeah. you ask it, yeah. So okay, yeah. some things that like were tangible that I was seeing that I was like couldn't wrap my head around. So then I was like, okay, let me take the K two meter to my house, uh-huh. which is an awful idea. Um, and so I go in back the back back bedroom where my office was, God. and I uh, put it down, and I'm with my business partner at the time and my wife, and uh, I, this thing starts working again, and, and it's, it's like- answering questions, and it's just very kind, kind of soft, like light feeling, right? And I'm like, okay, this is fine. <laughs> Um, and then it started like lying to us and started, and so it kind of started to turn, right? And you yeah. can feel the energy in the room being Shifting. negative. Yeah. And so that's when we kind of were like, okay, I got rid of the, we found out it was the bed.
0: Hmm, it the was bed? a bed. It was
1: a very old bed. It was like a hundred year old bed. We got rid of the bed, never got anything else on the K2. See? Never yeah, it's again. Intense. It's intense.
0: Well, I went to this art show down here at the farmer's market and my wife is very much into, uh, sugar skulls. Oh, love it. Yeah. Artist had made one. I purchased it, brought it home. It only lasted two or three days in our house before my wife said, I can't sleep with it inside the house. I don't know why. Yeah. Take it out. And, and
1: then was she able to after that? Yeah.
0: After that it was good, but I she was just she knew that that thing yeah, yeah. is just not yeah. good. And it's just so crazy. I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about yeah,
2: it. Ah, the one supernatural story that I told you um, mm-hmm. on Tony's podcast that we were on recently. Let's talk about me, dude. Okay, so it was intense. So basically, I went to St. Gregory's University up in Shawnee and there is literally nothing to do in Shawnee, right? So it's just, you either play, play ping pong, play pool, party, or go to Whataburger at 2 a.m. That's it, right? Um, So then there was a couple of us, we were 19 at the time, and then uh, Spencer's like right down the street, Mm -hmm. or not down the street, but a couple minutes down, and then... um, we had just gotten back from like Buffalo Wild Wings and everybody's like, Hey, it's like 9:30." They're like, let's go do something. And then uh, I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's go, let's go mm-hmm. do something. And then somebody's like, yo, we should go to the purple church. And then I'm like the purple church. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, a little, a mm-hmm. little like, uh, a what? Mm-hmm. You know? And then, um, so a little context here. When I was in high school, um, I was a senior. I had a couple junior friends who went to the purple church. Um, and for, our listeners who don't know what the purple church is. The purple church in itself is basically like a world war two bunker, um, that per se people say story is that like there is, you know, a satanic cult that goes in there okay. and, you know, does practices, their, practices their services. Yeah. And it so they go there, um, these juniors, and then I mean, could have done nothing, you know, mm-hmm. with right. the church itself or whatever. But on their way back, they have like a really bad car accident. Oh, no. Like yeah, like bad, like injuries, yeah, hospitalizations yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. So that's in the back of my head. Yeah, you know? of course. So then like yeah, let's go to the purple church, and then mm-hmm. I'm just like uh no, I'm good. Like I'm good. <laughs> and then you know they hit me with some you know profanity. Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, And I like stop. You know, stop being. Mm-hmm. You know, stop being a little yeah. girl, basically. Yeah. yeah. Don't be like that. And don't be like that. And then I'm just like, uh, I was like, okay. But then I had like white shoes on. Like, and I didn't. The purple church is like where you have to like. It's murky. And yeah, You, have yeah, to yeah. Walk through you didn't the want wood. to mess your shoes. Yeah. So then I was like, I gotta go change my shoes. You know. So then I go up. I go upstairs. I'm like halfway through the thing. and I'm like. I'm not gonna go to this place. Like yeah. nobody's gonna like peer pressure me into, you know. So yeah. I like go back down and they hit me with the profanity again. Yeah. You know, they consistently yeah, battering just me, just you know? Yeah. And then they're like, dude, let's go. Let's go. And then so I'm like, okay. All right. So I take out a quarter. And so we're at this place that's called the peak. Um, and people who might listen to this, they'll don't know what I'm talking about. The peak is basically um where like the the RA, you know, the R A, yep. the person who's in charge of like yeah. the dorms and stuff yeah. sits um And that's basically where it splits into the like where you go to the boys' dorms and the girls' dorms. So it's like two tables basically, just like that. So then I'm like, like I flip the quarter and I don't remember what I called, right? But I was like, hey, if it lands on this, then we'll go. So I flip it and it lands. Straight two faced straight up, yeah, Straight to it. And then I'm yeah. Like, yes. And the I, sign. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh. oh. I, I think like, you, ah. I think you opened yourself yeah. up with that one. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, okay, I was like, I mean, I was like, fifty out of fifty, you know? So I was like, let's do it again. I'm like, let, do it again And it like lands And it tells me to go yeah. And I'm just like I again like, I was like, nah and It tells like, him to go Yeah, so I'm like, no, 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 no One more time So then I like flip it again And it like lands again Heads And then, yeah So then somebody tells me They're like, hey there's like
0: it's trying, ma- to, trying to <laughs> spook <laughs> me, you know It's trying, to go yeah, They're yeah. like, dude
2: Now you it's have to go it, And then yeah. they're like 3 <laughs> Three They're like, three is half of six and and uh, three, multiply that yeah. by 2 and, and, like, and carry the 3 and they're like three sixes is the devil's number ah. and this and that and I'm just like, Whoa. It's like oh it's getting crazy yeah. and then at that point I was frustrated so then I was like look if I flip this quarter again and I can see both the heads and the tails then we'll go you know and I'm trying to be cocky there about you it you know yeah. i was like there's no way you know no way. so i flipped the quarter and it's just like lands on the table starts spinning you know how I told you we were on the two tables you know how I told yeah, you we were on the two tables yeah, dude, in, no. in between the quarter just rolls rolls, rolls, rolls lands on that crack get out of here and oh, I can see both the heads and the tails I believe so did you go? no
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> so, why? Yeah. no why would I go?
2: No. A smart just, guy hey, that's where you go
1: yeah <laughs> i was crazy. like
2: no i cannot but that, Dude, that's insane it's in like that chills cool. to my yeah it chilled me man that's why i like that's why i love like i ended up
1: falling in love with this and i tell my father-in-law like it's one of the best nights of the week because it allows me to do something and like kind of expand my mind and think about a lot of different mm. things that we're not thinking about it like on a regular basis yep. and so and it's funny because man once i started I it all of a sudden the the dad just started coming out. And I'm like, whoa. I think everybody... Way- hey, I'm like, there's way more Bigfoot believers yes. than I thought. Yes. It's like 10%, dude. So, you no. know, like in a town of 30,000 people, right? 10%? That's, 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 that's like pretty 3, good. I think there's
2: more. There's more. Oh, there's, there's definitely, definitely more. more. They're just like scared to come out of hiding. Just like Bigfoot. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Well,
1: i <laughs> i told you earlier like the first bigfoot episode we did i literally was laughing so hard because i was like bigfoot like oh this hairy guy like walking around yeah right but is
0: it crazy to think that there is possibly an animal that has evolved or isn't extinct that could yeah. be a bigfoot out dude, there I'm i don't drunk. think it's too crazy just think, to
2: think about it like there's so much of the ocean that we have not even oh, definitely, well that's dude. what the aliens like are ex- they're
1: down there i believe yeah. it but no, I mean, after talking about Bigfoot for probably 15 hours over the last year, all of a sudden I'm like, it's like my favorite thing to talk about.
0: Yeah. Because
1: it it begs a lot of questions. I mean, lack of evidence isn't evident. Mm-hmm. Just because you haven't seen something doesn't mean it's not there. Not there. So, um, yeah, it's super interesting, man. There's some hardcore Bigfoot and believers.
0: There's places here in Oklahoma that have cited Bigfoot you, scenes, you, right?
1: You can buy a license and go not kill them, but you can hunt them down.
0: Listen, There's, if you're out there and you kill a Bigfoot, I'm gonna be
1: really upset, but really? not too upset because I would I don't like think to see you, the bones. Don't kill Bigfoot. Don't kill Bigfoot. Leave Keep him yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. out there.
2: Bring him back. Keep him out there. I mean, was he? No, never mind. He wasn't a part of the Geico commercials. <laughs> <laughs> were, <laughs> the beef jerky.
1: Yeah yeah. Uh, beef jerky. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
2: But dude, those, that spirit stuff is crazy. I grew up watching all that stuff, dude. I was into yeah. Ghost Ghost Hunters, mm-hmm. uh, the Taps team. I was yeah, like dude. into uh, Ghost Adventures. Could never, dude. And I still watch it at home, like all by myself but it's just kind of like it's super intriguing because some of the stuff you're like wait some of the stuff could be fabricated yeah but yeah then, for sure but then you get to like the actual like genuine stuff and you're just like yeah, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. this is the house of the texas chainsaw massacre <laughs> yeah. like uh, i i had i was like fixated on one day like uh visiting the stanley hotel oh yeah um or the uh, uh what's that Was uh, that that's um downtown no 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 oh. no what's um uh,
1: Stanley is the one in uh, Colorado, isn't it? Yes, yes, yeah. that big one where Stephen King stayed yeah, yeah. at
2: and created that book. Yeah, The Shining. The Shining, you know. the Shining. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But then there was like another uh, sanatorium or... Was it, it was like, I, I was like was super there, fixated. Bro. I was like, dude, this is <laughs> insane. I can't, yeah. I can but I would love to, just because it's like... One, I'm super into history. Right. And I'm like, you know, what is the history of this building, you know? Yeah. Like, what transpired here, mm-hmm. you know? And then that, let alone, you know, you couple Good. spirits in there. Yeah. just like, this is I mean, spicy, you know? Yeah. It's dude, perfect.
1: Tomorrow night, we're having this guy on named Carl Johnson, who was the first person to investigate the house. Um God, it's a really popular uh, horror movie. Uh, it, it spawned Annabelle. Um, I am forgetting what it's called. But yeah, he was the first one to go into that house and uh, investigate it. So he's going to come on, and we're going to talk about some demons. Dude, demons are the worst. They're the worst, dude. They're the worst. Like ghost, ghosts
2: are okay. Like, they're okay. But then demons as a whole... I'm well, we're talking...
1: Know, tomorrow night, our goal is to talk about intent because we believe that you can actually manifest things. I mean, we, yes. we're oh, creators. Yeah. Humans are creators, right? Oh, like yeah. You know, we talk about it all the time, like, positive thinking, positive energy, po- being around the, positive...
0: The law of attraction. Wholeheartedly yeah. believe in that. Yeah,
1: yeah. And so we actually believe... Because they did a study recently where they were in a room where there was some activity going mm-hmm. on. Um, And so they started talking about a made-up story. They said, okay, we're going to go in and we're going to talk about... So they were projecting energy and words, right? And then they came back the next day and they got brought out the spirit box. All of a sudden, the spirit box is like, oh, my name's Stanley. And I died in the civil war. Literally... Somebody came by to tell their story. Recreating... A story that was just manifested through words, yeah. right? And so, tomorrow night should be better than last week.
0: It's just ghosts and spirits, man. Listen I to just, us.
1: We're like
2: talking about yeah, Mass football told- <laughs> podcast. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> this should have been like our Halloween episode. Yeah, uh, dude. Hey, yeah. bring me over the Halloween I will. episode. Yeah, let's yeah. Do it. Yeah. This
0: is because yeah, sometimes you stories. just need to talk about it. But I think ghosts and spirits are just so interesting. And I wholeheartedly believe that those are people that have a mission, an unfinished mission, yeah. or someone's not letting them rest. And go to the light, please. you know what I'? am yeah. yes. Like, like, like yes, light.
2: yes. one of the true the last thing I want to talk about about the okay. true crime is um a weird story that basically happened where uh, this lady got murdered, and then so she came back, like miles, miles, miles away. And told this lady in her dreams that she was murdered Mm. by this person, and this is how they did it. I think I heard that episode. Remember that episode? Dude, it was just kind of like, and like they took it to court, and it was like all insane. And I was just like, dude, can you imagine if like a spirit came back and said, hey, look, this person murdered me. yeah, yeah. This is how they did it. It and then you have to listen and you're just like, wait, wait a minute. Wait, how am yeah. I gonna
1: how am I gonna tell people about this? Yeah. Was like, wait, <laughs> yeah. Hold on. yeah really.
2: And then it becomes like an actual thing and it goes to court and then the person gets convicted yeah. for act dude. That's a Okay, listen, here, here's the last thing here. Well, first
1: off, let me say this. One reason why I'm glad that you brought this up is because you know, going back to like soccer is what a lot of people don't realize. I remember growing up in, in Oklahoma and in Mustang, and you know, obviously very heavy football and wrestling. And then like, you yeah, know, soccer's so dumb. You sit out there, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's no
0: contact, um, that's, that's zero, the, that's zero, the worst zero zero. Yeah, yeah, that's the that worst. Yeah, they tie. It's yeah, just like yeah, it's you can't even th- you can't even argue with them because <laughs> you try yeah. to get into the beauty of eleven v eleven, the, t- and yeah, the space yeah, exactly. and being able to play to your personality. And and all that jazz and they're just like what?
1: Well, to be, but to, to really go from the next level. So
0: if to go from
1: high school to college and I, and I tell people there's a lot when they're complaining about teammates and they're complaining about coaches is you don't necessarily get to pick your coach and you don't necessarily get to pick your teammates. Yeah. So you better have a way to really be able to connect with people, mm-hmm. right? A lot mm-hmm. of people. And so that's kind of why I'm glad we talked about this first off, because that was a subproduct of doing this show that I was doing just really to help my father-in-law kind of be creative that I never really thought would happen that, it, it would somehow translate to me being able to open up and talk to people about these weird things, yeah. aliens and ghosts. And I mean, I got an astronaut getting abducted by a UFO right that's here. Awesome. Right? I mean, it's, like, <laughs> and it's just a conversational piece, mm-hmm. right? It's for me to say, to, for a kid to be like, why well, do you have an astronaut? I'm like, do you want to be an astronaut? Have you, do you have you thought about space? Right. Yeah. And so, but it gets people to relax. It, it opens things up. And so having dialogue and being able to talk to people about things in our sport mm-hmm. is massively important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's, Okay, here's the last thing about the medium. Okay. So I had a medium come in, right? You know what a medium is? They can can talk to dead people. Okay. Okay. And you know, I'm skeptical, right? I'm like, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. Have one come in. He did a good job. He nailed a bunch of crap, but I'm like, okay, maybe he just got lucky. And so the second time I had a medium come in, I was like, okay, I'm going to write down some dead people I know. And then next to them, I'm going to write down a word. I don't know why this
0: is scaring me.
1: Like, okay. Why are you scaring me? I, I, I don't know. It's some real
2: stuff. Gross. This is
1: over... Hey, this is through a computer too, right? This yeah. guy's on the other side of a computer. Like actual mediums
2: are like... I believe this. <laughs> I believe... I can't even... Long do, Island medium like one of my, my favorites. Yeah, Darren. So, yeah. I'm so, sitting there and he's yeah. like gets
1: an hour into reading all these other people and he's like, whoa, wait a second. He's like, this is really weird. He's like, I'm getting this grandfatherly kind of presence. And he's like, this is going to sound really weird because this isn't really popular, but... I'm getting the word baseball cards and in my bag, I didn't even tell my co-host or anybody didn't tell my wife next to my grandpa's name. I had baseball cards Stop. because he had uh, given us like all this huge baseball yeah. collection and we still have it to this day. And I was just sitting there and I was like, okay, like who talks about baseball cards in 2021, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody's talking about baseball like, cards. What are those, you know? yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And so this guy just randomly is like a grandfather baseball cards. Yeah. So that's when
2: it kind of started changing for me. And I was like, Hmm. There's Some things we need to think about, uh, bro. It's insane, bro. Like, spirits they for sure do come back, they do. Mm. Because, my when my grandmother passed away, I told you that story too. Um, my mom went through like this massive, de- you know, uh, depressive thing, right? And then just because she wasn't able to say goodbye, right? I told right. Ricardo, I wasn't able to say goodbye to my grandmother for sure, just because I was young, yeah, yeah, and I thought she was just gonna come back, right? You know? Yeah, but my mother was going through like this whole depressive side where, like, and it's I don't know about your household, but my household, it's like my mom did everything, right? Like, mm-hmm. bills cooking mm-hmm. you know cleaning yeah. everything she's just like the rock you yeah, know yeah. so when you don't have that it like it was yeah. just insane like yeah. you know we were having a rough time and then and you yeah, as a son you try to be there yeah. and like hey right. you know she's fine she's doing mm-hmm. better this right. and that but then she's like but I she like I don't know yeah. Like, don't I, her, right. pe- yeah people tell her like she's like she would tell me she's like people tell me that she's better but how am I supposed to know that Right, you know, like she mm-hmm. wasn't I wasn't there this and that and then, so, like, she would, like, just lay in bed the whole time, like, for a long time. And then um, one night, she just, or one day, she's, like, laying in bed throughout the whole morning. And then she gets up, like, I would say the evening. And then she gets up, and she's, like, doing great. And I'm, like, what happened? And mm-hmm. she's, like, and I, we sit down and talk for a bit. And she thought she was listening to, like, is it gospel music? Spanish? Mm-hmm. In Spanish? And, Spanish? and uh, so she passed away. Passed away. She passed out. And then she said that she was, like, in this white room. And uh, she's, like, said that she saw my grandmother walking, and there's a man next to her just holding her, like, by her shoulder. And what she would think is, you know, yeah, God. God yeah. And then so she's, like, she sees the silhouette of my grandmother. Mm-hmm. My grandmother turns to her, smiles at her, and just gives her, like, you know, the I'm okay. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. all right. You know, I'm okay. Like, yeah, I'm good. You know, keep going, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, So then she's like, says that she turns around, walks away, and then she wakes up. Mm. And then from then, my mom has yeah. just been like, "Wow, perfect." Then I'm just like, "Dude, that's, that's my grandmother from the other side, knowing, hey, you know, my daughter's not doing good. So I, yeah, you know, so I need to go back and yeah. let her know, hey, we're good." That's, and that's from then on, great. I was like, "Bro, spirits are crazy." Yeah, yeah.
0: that's it's happened to me before, where I've seen relatives that have passed away come visit me in my dreams, and. Those conversations, I know, those, dude, they're real. dude dreams. It's wild. Do you talk about dreams? In
1: your yeah, place? so actually, I talk a lot about dreams because I was a very active dreamer growing up. One thing you guys might know, not know about me. I actually have a twin brother, yeah, who's handicapped. and he actually lives in a home in Shawnee. I didn't know that. Yeah, he lives in a place right outside Shawnees. He's been there for a while. It's a really good place. Um and so I, I had reoccurring dreams growing up. I had reoccurring dreams when I was in the army. I was actually a very active sleepwalker. Um, so when I was uh, when I was in like seventh grade, I literally walked out of my front door around the block and was about to knock on my friend's door and I woke up. I was like, oh my God, right? And I'm like, in my boxers like seventh yeah. grader right? So I'm like, dude, freaking out. I didn't realize actually walk out the back door. <laughs> uh, I didn't realize that I'd walk out the back door, so I go back to my house. I'm like trying to open it and, and it's fuck. locked. Right, it's three o'clock in the morning. I'm like banging on the door, ringing the doorbell, and so somehow the army knew that you're not supposed to sleepwalk and go into the army. Yeah. Right? Um, And so I had to go to a sleep doctor, and the doctor's like, "So how bad was your sleepwalk? Well, it wasn't very bad, was it?" And my mom's like, and "I was like, no, nah, it wasn't. It wasn't just bad, walked right?" Around the block, just went three no in. walked miles yeah. to a yeah. my friend's house. Yeah. I'm um, good. Dude, it was like something clicked in my brain where I said, "Okay, like when I go into the army, I cannot sleepwalk, and mm-hmm. you know, I've never slept walk since." Um, but yeah, we talk about dreams, dude. We talk about what are called NDEs, which are near death experiences, which are. Bro, why are so many people walking? Bro, I'm scared right now. Yeah, yeah I know. We like, usually, well, usually, was that, yeah, was we that you a sh- silhouette? We usually <laughs> don't have
2: that <laughs> many, <laughs> many people walking. <laughs> a lot of people walking. Yeah, behind yeah me. Bro, that's, that's why, me. why yeah. I like sitting dude, back. it. Dude, yeah. it
1: might not be people though.
2: It might not. Now I'm scared. We might just be in a
1: simulation. Yeah, you wanted to talk. You guys want to talk simulation theory?
0: Do you talk simulation theory, bro?
2: If it's if it's possible, have, we're in one. I haven't, but I've seen the videos of like some weird stuff where it's like you know planes or birds are just like It's stuck. just like, dude, have you yeah. ever
0: thought like this is? I used to think about this stuff all the time when I was a little kid. But have you ever stopped to think about like the stuff that's going on at your house? Your dog is your dog really there? It might not be there because you're here right now. And if you're here right now, is everything that's not here really there? Because it's only there because you see it. So, if you're not seeing it, mm. is it really there? It's just... Yeah. I, sorry. No, oh. that's
1: like that's like some string theory stuff. Holy
2: right shit.
0: It's like a... Yeah. Like, it's just wild. Just Because <laughs> like, I, I like to say this, but you're the main character in your story. Yes, yeah. So, it's kind of like a game that's loading. You can't get to level two because it just hasn't loaded yet. I just kind of... It could be that my wife, you know she's a robot and she's like asleep right now yeah, yeah. and when I get home she just kind of boots back up and <laughs> yeah. like, just, is it real is it not I see mean- simulation
1: theory to me is very intriguing and it's something like again it's something it's really hard to wrap your head around but the reason i move away from it because it is kind of like it's kind of like egotistical to think about yeah. it's like you guys are here for me Thank you guys for being here for me. Yeah. When in reality, like I don't want to think that way. Yeah. But
0: dude, there are moments when you're like, "What did I just see? That mm-hmm. like, is
1: that real? What just happened?" Yeah. Like, it's, so yeah, simulation theory is far out.
0: It's I probably sound like a lunatic.
2: Explaining oh, that, no. but all I know is the pyramids were built by aliens. Mm. There's no changing my mind on that. You just can't. Okay, do you guys want? To, I figured out Bigfoot. If you guys want me to just come wait, out wait. Saying, what do you mean? What do you? Okay, now you have to. Bigfoot's yeah. actually an alien. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bigfoot's an alien. And the only reason you'd be like, well, because my question when I first heard this theory was, why would Bigfoot? (laughs) If you're an alien and you have that kind of intelligence, Mm -hmm. why not just act like a human, right? Yeah. But what they are, they're studying us. So therefore, they come down as Bigfoot to be elusive. To make our minds, to keep our minds going, to be creative and to think outside of the box and to question things. To live among us. What about the
0: reptilians, though? The shape-shifting reptilians that are really here, learning from us. The Illuminati. Some straight men in black (laughs) stuff. Yeah. How many times do you think you've been flashed? You don't know because you don't, don't remember. Know. I Yeah, you're right. I love that scene where they walk <laughs> into the room, they grab their guns, and the family's just sitting there watching TV like, yeah. what is going on? Yeah. They flash them and go about their day. Bro, yeah.
2: all I know is like whenever you talk about the nebs at work, I'm like, oh, I wish I had a nebulizer. And mm. you just go like, "Dink." Yeah. Oh, God. That's...
0: I love that I can have this conversation with you guys. Yeah, it's, no, no, we absolutely. Have to come Dude, back we need to go
2: on his podcast and oh, like I do. talk I about bring spirits. Dude. Yeah, no, I'll bring I love on. that. I, I talk about spirits all the time. Yeah. Aliens, ghosts. I love watch because like one of my biggest things, and it's scary. To, it's scary, it's scary, scary. to. <laughs> it's scary to think about how small we truly are. Oh yeah, like when it comes to yeah. like how like the world is huge. It is. But compared to like all the other huge, mm. massive planets.
0: I, I love listening. Dude, I love people comparing the universe to like a grain of sand in the beach.
2: It's absolutely scary, bro. Like there's no way. Like us right now, we're like specks. Yep. In the whole like universe and galaxy. That's why I love the Ant-Man
0: movie. Bro. I've
1: never seen
2: it. you never seen Dude, it? Dude, I was telling you earlier, my brother's like super into comics. I'm not. No? I've
0: never
1: seen any of the superheroes.
0: Where the Marvel universe is going, they're... Dr. Strange tearing, tearing you see the that? universe up. Yeah, <laughs> <Basically>, <laughs> they truly yeah. are. Multiverses, it's crazy. Variants and all that jazz. And uh, it just always gets my mind well, let just me rolling. Let
1: me throw this at you, what you were just saying, because I think it's important. Because uh, my favorite philosopher, his name is G.I. Gear Jeff. This is going to sound really weird, but he was a dance instructor, okay? Mm-hmm. From back, like, he's like pre World War II over in Eastern Europe, but he, he had a great philosophy. And what he would always say is, like, you can't know how significant you can be until you realize how insignificant you are. Mm-hmm. Like our time is very insignificant in the long run of things. Yeah. Right. So yeah. that really kind of yeah. kicks you in the ass and you're like, God, I got to do something. That's why yeah. I love, like, I was mm-hmm. so happy that you guys reached out cause I was like, I mean you guys are doing stuff. You're constantly moving forward. You're constantly looking for that next thing. I like to think of us as opportunistic. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, um, I love that you said that, and, you know, it makes us, it empowers us. Right. And you're yeah. like, I don't have that much time better do something
0: right it yeah. does and it's funny that you say that because we're to think about how we're only going to be here for what 80 years plus i'm good with 80 years compared to how long the world's been going yeah, on yeah. like the dinosaurs were here millions of years ago yeah yeah fathom millions oh no, my
1: god no <laughs> okay well okay no we won't talk go, about go, reincarnation go, okay. go, <laughs> go.
0: i wanted to ask you that when we were talking about yeah. souls and the story about the person who got put in and told the story do
2: you think we So basically get reborn? That, that, that story is like she didn't tell the lady, so she used the lady to tell her husband to tell the husband. So the husband knew the the lady who got murdered. Mm-hmm. So they used to like work at this factory or whatever. But he said that like they were I don't remember if I, I mean they were in Asia, they were of Asian descent. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna go with Vietnamese and say yeah. they're Vietnamese. So uh, but the wife was of like she was Vietnamese American. So she wouldn't know Vietnamese, like. Uh, so she mm. started speaking in a different voice uh, tone in tongue. Vietnamese. It's like on some demon yeah, stuff, uh, in Vietnamese, you, like saying, you. "Hey, look, this person killed me. You need to do something about it." And then that's mm. just the guy was like, "My wife would not know these words." Right, yeah. you know? right, right. So when it comes to reincarnation, I'm just like, I, I don't know what um,
0: belief or where, what region of the world it comes from, but I always like that thought of reincarnation as depending on how you do in life will determine where you get brought back as. That comes from like the Hindu, right? If if you're a shitty person, you're going to come back as a roach. But if you're great, you know, you'll... be given a better life yeah
1: and there's also like a theory that it's cyclical so like we live our life and then we come back and we live our life and we come back until we fulfilled everything that we need to fulfill right (sighs) it's like that tom cruise movie and then you become yeah it is (laughs) yeah ready set game player one uh, but then you reach nirvana and that's Mm -hmm. what it is but yeah no like they're taking it serious university of virginia is doing a lot of studies and have been for about going on 30 or 40 years You know, and they're building a catalog. And, you know, if you go to the eastern side of the world in India, a lot of times when you die, they'll put a mark on you. And that's so that when you are reborn, in a lot of cases, man, people that have remember past lives like yes. kids that can literally take I've heard adul- these stories yeah, yeah they can take like adults like across the country to a house and know everybody where I name. I i've heard that story yeah and they'll yeah. be like do you have a mark and they'll turn around they'll have like a mark
0: on the back of their neck they'll I'm give like, them names oh of God. people that used to live their relatives right. or they'll yeah. solve murder cases this is how my past person died yeah it's
1: crazy so yeah Listen to us yeah, over here. Just Welcome back out. to the Mass football Podcast. Oh <laughs> golly, you it's didn't know, did you? You didn't know it was gonna be this, did
2: you?
0: I love it. I love an idea. Yeah. I knew <laughs> you <laughs> could get here, but I just wanted to leave it but as a surprise. Yeah, he didn't Paolo. know that
2: I was probably into, into stuff it. Right like now. I knew you were. I knew you were into paranormal stuff, though. dude. Okay. I dude, I love it's true crime, aliens, and anything other like that that is like you know not super popular with people that are like, oh, is it super? Yeah. And they just like, like when people talk about like, um, we don't want to get into this, part, it's like, but religiously, yeah. when people are like, oh no, we're just like, you know, humans are just mm-hmm. what God's creation is. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, really? Like, mm-hmm. do you know what, how many things God has created that yeah. we don't really know about? Yeah. You know, like that's a great some, point. Some of the fishes that people fish out, I'm just like, that thing is yeah, disgusting. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. then you're like, if God can create something like that. What's the difference between him creating something like that's you, different? We don't even you know?
0: know. Our brains can't even comprehend. Like, have you heard of certain birds that can see different colors than we can? Like, they have cones in their eyes that allow them to see stuff that we can't even fathom. Right. They see different colors. We are stuck to the primary, secondary, and everything else in between. But there's just things that we have no idea that are <laughs> like out there. the tiger
2: that has night vision. The tiger what? that has night vision? Tigers have night vision. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, tigers have night vision. You didn't know this? I didn't. Dude, I am afraid of cats. Uh, really? Like, cats literally. Yeah. I, I learned that from uh, the interview. Have you seen the interview the movie? The interview. Great movie. Great. Movie. When he's like, "Oh, he has night vision," and he's the <laughs> guy's like, "He yeah. has night vision goggles." He's like, "No, he just has night vision." Yeah. Great. Um, but great you, don't hate, you
1: hate cats. Well, dude, I'm telling you, if a cat was the size of a dog, it would kill you. If a cat. That's true. I hear that. I hear if people. If a dog was a dog. bigger, it would just play with you. You might die because it's, it's so heavy, with you, yeah. right? But like, it wouldn't try to kill you. I don't think. Yeah. Like some dogs would.
2: I've heard that people have passed away, day. and their cats, out of yeah. necessity, have. Eaten. cats yeah. are the wild
0: person. dude cats can survive on their own but a dog if you don't feed it right
2: you know, right right of, cats, cats, <laughs> yeah. dogs are kind of like kind of dumb that's to kind me of my, that's yeah. my, that's my <laughs> kind of animal though
1: but they yeah live, <laughs> that's like
0: Just, they, yeah. we're one but yeah. they, they love yeah. unconditionally yeah and the cat yeah. really act like they doesn't like you or right. anything like that i even heard of a story of a cat that resided in a hospital that would visit people a few days before they passed. What? And it kind of just knew. Like, yeah, yeah. Sensed it. Yes, and it would just go around. You know, just I guess, like, almost like the Grim Reaper. Well, that's cats.
1: actually why my fear of cats actually has been passed down generations in the Dressel family from my mimi, the matriarch, because she lived in the Ozarks. Uh-huh. Familiar with the Ozarks, uh-huh. like up in yeah, yeah, up the, there, up in the backwoods Missouri, okay. right? And so, that's out there. Out yeah, there. dude. That's when awesome. she was very young, she had a really bad fever, right? And mountain lions, <laughs> but we're out. Behind the cabin, and Mm -hmm. just all night, just ready for her to. Because they could sense that she was near death, right? They could sense that. And so she grew up with this massive fear of cats, and then
2: it has just passed down to generation. (laughs) So when I say cat, I'm
0: like, nah, I don't trust their eyes. Something about those cats, because even the Egyptians. Mm. No, i you seen those TikToks
2: roots. Of like the, When they play like This old Egyptian music mm-hmm. And the cat just like Like listens to it And they're just like uh. ah, ah Like they know oh. Like, oh, Get out of here Yeah dude You should watch those
0: That was me when The <sighs> Halftime Show came on And I heard
2: Snoop Dogg Like huh? yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> Dude, that halftime show was legit. Dude, you know? like it was so it, good. I feel man. like it was so short. So I mean, I it was, it. Yeah. but like the the meaning that a lot of those people had in yeah. that small town. Like first, Eminem Dude, for takes. Sure. You know, he kneels. Mm-hmm. Second, uh, they told. Snoop that he couldn't wear his blue bandana on his uh, back pocket. So, so, he, just just so, he, just so just he just wore, wore a bandana. Yeah. 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 I, I saw one post, that's like, this is the only man that can throw up his set and talk gangster stuff, but America still loves him. Yeah, had, and yeah, it's yeah. like, it's so true.
0: I had seen a meme where it showed like, uh, you know, the person just saying, they're looking, and it said, the blood's just watching <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Snoop Dogg come on. Yeah. And <laughs> then he <laughs> they even caught him smoking a joint right I before he that. went on yeah, the, yeah, yeah, right yeah. On the yeah. stage. I saw somebody else say that, like, can you
1: imagine performing at the Super Bowl? Hi,
0: he's oh the God, only guy that smoked. He has a story about how he smoked in the White House.
1: Not, not surprised. Took it into the restroom.
0: He did, and, smoked and then the, he smoked uh, it in there. Not yeah. surprised. He's a national treasure. Let's he protect a Snoop Dogg. Yeah,
2: that man. Like everybody's like, oh, Snoop Dogg. This. Like people forget that he was. Hardcore. Yeah, he was. He's hardcore. He 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 was in court for like double yeah. homicide. About were, girls. Me, and, uh, me and Evan were talking last
1: night, and we were like, dude, d- do you think him and Dre like up there on stage were thinking like? 20 30 years ago, would you have ever thought Never. that we'd be performing at the, at halftime the Super Bowl? the
2: biggest like one yeah. of the biggest and that's stages when in the he music just, industry? Snoop just bought something. Oh, he's Ro Records. Records. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: that's he's just moving them, dude. He's positive energy, positive like, energy. He yes. just is. He puts it out there. I mean, once him and Martha Stewart got together, it was like boom, done. It, it was like a good a, a, break, yes. a Bible
0: book. Like, yeah, that's kind of the kind of old guy I want to be. that's able to move in and do different things without anybody batting an eye he's just like yeah. everyone's uncle yeah, like yeah he, he is that's a good did, way to put he,
2: it he does mexican music he loves like Bar-Z. corridos he does everything like he's he does it all he, he's, to be he honest he did a christmas album life, for been his mom to that, listen
0: that. to like he's,
2: he's he a christmas album. my favorite videos of snoop are when he does animal planet have you listened to those <laughs> no you yeah, yeah, need to commentary. go home yeah, yeah need to go home he does he's like what that thing? Is that a yeah. mongoose? And he just like does the whole yeah. like interview. It's it's the best thing. To hey, he's living to. his best life.
0: Yes. He is. And I was gonna say that's like a way, just a lesson on how to live life. Yep. Take it day by day and always shoot for the stars Snoop. because you never know. No, you absolutely. might be hosting the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah.
2: Snoop is like an idol, dude. He, he really is. And, is. and, and then yeah, and then now like a, a lot of the people were talking about how Fifty Cent went for like for. He went from 50 Cent to like a dollar fifty now. Because he, <laughs> he looked a little husky. <laughs> he looked a little husky.
0: I respect 50 Cent, man. Yeah,
2: that guy. I mean, how many times was he that shot like out nine? Nowhere. I did not know he was gonna be. In I a didn't know he was shot. gonna be there tonight. But upside down Dr. for a Dr. second. Doctor Dre, huh? For some reason. Yeah. What? Go, <laughs> like,
0: go, <laughs> go, Go go. <laughs> but why, but why it's he your flip birthday. Yeah, what was he the <laughs> Because that was the what, one of the first music videos that put him on the map. The go oh shoddy. It's you remember when he's doing in jail doing ups in the muscle shirt. That's why he did that oh, song. So he couldn't, but he couldn't do this Yeah 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 so he's
2: just rapping. He's like <laughs> his chains in his face. Say that to his face, man. I would Say never, that to his yeah, face. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm, good, good. Yeah. I'm good.
0: I'm good. No, but that was a great Well, we'll time,
1: see so. when we'll see when Snoop Dogg uh, gets into uh the soccer game though. I could see him I could see speed. him buying into a club, dude. Well, yeah. he
0: he I think he reps what the LA not the Galaxy but the the other dude, The other love LA team.
1: What they got going on They do. Their games are unbelievable. The El Trafico? El Trafico. Those get good huge MLS fan man I yes. tell people all the time I hate I'm just gonna say it I hate I hate when I hear people say I can't watch MLS because they don't play good enough soccer that's I'm what like, people
2: say
0: about the MX Liga
1: yeah MX. dude I'm
2: like go out and tra- go, go to a training session with an MLS team please back back, back in the day the only difference was like the land runs yeah. Just kidding. But the, last one, the it added, it added to the game. It, did. It, was, it was pretty fun. It was mm. pretty fun that to was watch. Super American. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. the yeah. most American yeah. thing I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah. just changed yeah. the game. Yeah. But like when the MLS had its first start, that's when you're like, I mean, that's when it was fair to be like, oh, I don't want to watch that because it's just starting out. You yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you, you yeah. could Definitely. watch the, you could watch, you know, oh, uh, the Barclays sure. Premier League as it was called, or you could watch the the Bundesliga. Right, right. But now the MLS has like a yeah. really good. Like, cornerstone of soccer Like, Well, and these players America. that are
1: coming up, these American players, that now they're selling off to Europe early,
2: yes. right? Yes. And there's so many in Europe,
0: dude. There's so, so many. many. And it kind of makes you wonder if the process that we have now is really worth it when these kids are going professional at 16, right. 17, 18. It totally takes the question of going to college out of the picture, you right, know what I mean, yeah. getting transferred over. So, I mean, how... What, it, what are some of the bad things you see in the mls and what are some of the things that you think they could do better
1: man that's a good question that's actually a really good question um let's talk about the good things first off is their community outreach is on point they're doing a really good job they're they're bringing everybody in i think they're bringing like in the owner side of things because you were saying you mm-hmm. was saying earlier about the federation is like mm-hmm. i mean it is like governing bodies and the who's at the head of the of the helm that's really, really important, right? Um, and I love how, like, you see Matthew McConaughey. Dude, have you guys seen the games in Austin? All right. Yeah, let's All get the, right. He's, yeah. like, the one that starts it with, like, they the drums Dude, and everything. Dude, they're picking the right
2: places. Nashville, I think, was a great place to pick. Mm-hmm. Will Farrow's involved with the L.A. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, like, he, he was out there being a goalkeeper for them. Who Who was, was he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It fun.
1: No, so, I mean... <laughs> I think it's just the natural progression of building a league, though. I mean, we're like, what, 20? Growing pains. Yeah, growing pains. And it's always going to be there. I think the great thing that they're doing, though, is some of these academies are really starting to produce the right way. Yes. Um, Even how they're building the stadiums, like the the stadium in Kansas City, they went out and looked at all the best stadiums all over the world to build that thing, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think that maybe uh, that's a good thing for American soccer is that we are kind of late to the game Mm -hmm. because we're able to learn just right off the bat from all the mistakes people – other people were making so man i think it's good i think it'll continue to grow i don't know how many teams will end up in the league um i would love to see a team in oklahoma man that bridges the gap between dallas and kansas city right um i think that could be a huge
2: uh you know uh, because i think surrounding here i think the the biggest in my Retrospect is he Dallas, Dallas and Kansas Dallas are right in between. Yeah, Dallas yeah. is like one of the like their academy is insane, yeah. Their oh, academy dude.
1: Yeah, they got like people from the Bundesliga coming over. Yeah, and checking out their academy. Like the
2: pool that they pull from, though. The yeah. Texas has oh always just God. been
1: insane. The market's insane, there. Yeah, it's, I mean, they probably have more players playing in Dallas than we do in Oklahoma, right?
0: It's, can you um, imagine how they handle state high school, yeah, playoffs yeah, and whatnot? yeah. to be a state champ yeah. out of the state of Texas? Yeah.
3: Woo.
2: Well, that's, I why, know, yeah. we'll well, that's
1: why it's hard, I think, to be in Oklahoma and why, you know, we've all been around the game a lot. It's decisive out there. It's tough to be an outdoor soccer. Like, it really mm-hmm. is. Um, because it's a small market, it's a very intimate market. Whereas, when you go to, like, Kansas City, they have 500 youth futsal teams. Mm. I was just bragging about having 500 Football players over, right? And so that just kind of shows you the different market. But I think that that's why we're so unique in Oklahoma is because we do have to be creative and we do have to find ways to get along, you know? And, and one reason why our process as sports house has taken so long is because. We have energy coming in. We have sporting coming in. We mm-hmm. have South Lakes coming in. We have the Rangers coming in, right? And so we've been able to kind of be in the middle there. And I think we're going to continue to be there. I, I do think that we'll start to see futsal popping up in these clubs, which mm-hmm. is great. That's great. Mm-hmm. I, I want that to happen. Um, but, yeah, I think that, that being in Oklahoma is difficult because the market's small and it causes a lot of competition, which at the end of the day – isn't a bad thing
0: no right? competition no, no, breeds no. excellence yep you Amen. just got
1: to get through it right and you got to like get along with people and not be dumb when you're coaching or <laughs> you <laughs> not know? say anything you don't mean because it <laughs> can get
0: pretty easy and I, I mean i i definitely know how that is as well with the it's just competitiveness when you got your head down yeah, everybody yeah. seems like an enemy you know yeah just yeah going i stepped goal.
1: away from coaching i actually <laughs> don't coach anymore i because there's a competitive side to garrett and then there's a normal side to Garrett and my competitive side isn't something that I necessarily I'm done with that part mm-hmm. of my life like I'm I'm not trying to win championships I'm trying to develop soccer players or futsal players mm-hmm. right and so what we I had to do personally was I literally had to step away because what I realized was like that intense side of me that's for me when I was a player mm-hmm. um, and I couldn't like turn it off right and so that's what evan's really good at evan's really good at compartmentalizing his life Mm -hmm. where i'm not like he lives like a center midfielder Mm -hmm. i live like a striker that's how we were raised my oldest brother was a goalie actually believe it or not and so um and you're earlier you're asking how we got started in soccer yeah it's kind of (laughs) let's tie that back into one hour
0: and 12 minutes in but how did you start playing soccer how long are we in an hour and 12 minutes. Oh, I thought you said 12 minutes. I was like, man, <laughs> are we
1: in a portal or something? Um, right, we
0: might be. Time moves differently. So let's, yeah, go, into into,
2: let's go into those portals. <laughs> yeah, let's go. No. Um,
1: well, no, so it's really interesting because my dad wanted us to get in. My, my parents are actually both athletes. They're really, um, I think, that they weren't college educated, but they're really smart, right? And so, like, um, my dad actually graduated from Grant right mm. down here. He's been a sheet metal worker his whole life. He just retired after 55 years at the same place. Wow. So. Shoot. Um, just working right but what he did was he took a different approach to developing us um, he knew that he couldn't teach us he wanted us footwork for baseball right but we ended up all just playing soccer yeah um, but he went to the somehow found um, anheuser-busch soccer club was the big club at the time in st louis and he found some tapes some vhs And he would put them in, turn around the TV, and that's where we started learning, you know, what nowadays we call them TikToks and toe Mm -hmm. touches and triangles. But he was having us do those things back in, like, 93. Really? Right, or super early on, right? And it started kind of just catching on and, and things like that. And like I said, luckily, we grew up in Mustang, which had a great soccer culture. We were playing futsal at the time and didn't even have a word for it. Mm-hmm. We were deflating soccer balls and playing in a gym, mm-hmm. right? And so um, that's kind of how how all that happened. But yeah, uh, props to my parents, man. They're just, and even my mom is now coaching grandkids. So she's still, really? she's back in the game,
0: Robin, Robinator nice. out there, dude. When the grandkids come out, that pulls a different energy out of the parents. Oh my God. I've seen it firsthand. Yeah, dude, it and really it, does. And it's beautiful just to see it is. your parents grow from being parents to grandparents like there's just you can't put a word to that there's nothing better than making your parents grandparents family's everything man amen family's everything can't wait for you to have kids (laughs) bottom he's like
1: he's like you're gonna have to keep waiting (laughs) i can can wait yeah Yeah.
2: so you played soccer at the earliest days right do you remember like at one point in your life you were like man this sport is this is beautiful you know Dude. Do you remember? Were you playing? Were you watching something? Oh, no, uh, man. Yeah. 94 World Cup. Yeah,
1: ninety four World Cup. And, you know, it was a, an amazing World Cup. It was in the U S. We had the jerseys with the stars on them. Those were dope. Mm, yeah, those were super cool, dude. I mean, Alexi Lalas for his That's what it's exactly worth.
0: what I was gonna say. I picture Alexi Lalas with this yeah. big old beard and his long hair. Yeah, Kobe it's... Jones.
1: My favorite player was Tab Ramos, who mm-hmm. actually in that tournament caught an elbow against Brazil in the quarterfinals, I believe. Mm-hmm. And dude, his eye like, um. Yeah. But dude, there was a. I mean, like me, there right were so yeah. There you go. It was exactly the same spot. Um, so many fantastic players who are now even like Brian McBride, he's the GM for the U S national team Dude, go back and watch that guy's highlights. I mean, he was, he was pretty remarkable. Um, but yeah, so I think that was kind of like a huge turning point for me. Um, but even before, yeah, it was like the 90s were huge for soccer in the early 2000s. Too. And
0: I don't mean to take you away from your story, but yeah. it only gets me really pumped to, for the era that will come with the World Cup that's coming in here because Jeez. that has had so many ripple effects. And you can even see it here in the city that the partnership between the U.S. Soccer Federation and Fields and Futures and Oklahoma City Public right, Schools right, 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 providing 15- right. to 16-foot courts oh, in yeah, these dude. middle schools, yeah, I think stems from them knowing that the World Cup's coming, they're getting fun somewhere, and just the impact, like – I haven't even asked you what you think about where the futsal is going with all the futsal courts that are enabling people to learn how to play futsal. Yeah, so
1: I think the next phase of that and what I really want to happen is that we're actually able to take... So I'm about to start doing some PE classes with, with Santa Fe South and Oklahoma City Public Schools. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that deserves yeah. a round yeah, of applause. and I've done them before in Mustang. Um, but in Mustang, we had... 90 kids in each class mm-hmm. so that was a bit difficult areas yeah. classes are a little bit smaller but the idea behind that is that we'll actually train PE teachers to run futsal classes yes right as as a portion of their curriculum um, and then I think the next phase would be to carry that out onto the courts mm-hmm. I know one thing that we had planned og was in on it um, you know Tim McLaughlin came in and he's mm-hmm. an awesome dude mm-hmm. we a uh, sports House staff we were going to coach the middle school teams mm-hmm. we had a whole um, league yeah that we were gonna I, I was Participating. I was going
0: to take over Jefferson, but unfortunately. Right. Pandemic happened, mm -hmm.
1: but we're going to circle back around. I think that's going to be something that annually is huge for us. Yeah. And then because you know, we built all these tennis courts back in the day and what happened to them? People lost interest, you know, mm-hmm. and they go, to, so we can't let that happen to these courts. Mm-mm. Like we have to be out there and we have to get kids in the community plugged in. And I think that when you play futsal the right way, it's more fun yeah. yes. when you don't know how to play futsal. It can be very frustrating. I tell uh, parents, new parents all the time. If your kid wants to come back for the second session, or I would almost always make them come back for the second session because it's one of those things It's compounding. It gets easier every time. Mm-hmm. And once you learn it, then it's fun. It's like anything dude if i don't know how to play chess and i'm getting my ass kicked every time it's not very fun is it no. do you know how to play chess i play i'm obsessed with it i play like 10 or 12 games a day
2: we should play. I love chess. Too. Yeah, so, I yeah. have chess.com on my phone. Dude, Dude. I'm in. I'll Dude, get you. Bet. Yeah. Bet. That's I'm a, a killer
0: right. at checkers.
1: <laughs> 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 chess and checkers. My brain isn't
0: that. I don't have the bandwidth for checkers. You gotta, and, uh, it's
1: like anything. you got to practice, yeah. right? And so, in chess. but that's why I want to, the next phase I would love to see happen, and I would love to be a part of this, is programming out the courts with I events do. and with camps and clinics. That way, A, people know they're there. It's hard to go to somewhere if you don't know it's there. Um, I mean, the last court they built was in Tuttle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was actually coaching. I, I helped start the total middle school program out there. got some friends out there and that was huge for me. I, I'm glad we have all these courts in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of people that are outside of the city that have no idea about soccer.
0: No, they don't. Um,
1: and, and for this to work, we're going to have to bring in everybody Yeah. because like we were saying earlier, you know, our market's small. And so we all have to work together. Collaborations are going to be huge. And then the last thing is education and programming. Mm-hmm. So I think that's probably the next phase that I see happening with those courts.
0: I think it's a must. It's, it's only a matter of time because I don't see why we cannot have a futsal middle school league or it needs to happen in the high school level too. Yeah, we yeah, need a high yeah. school futsal just as a sport. Well,
1: I know that an email went out um, to a lot of college coaches. This has been three or four years ago saying, hey, if, if.
0: Cleaning the streets.
1: Dude,
0: yeah. It's official. That's
1: nice. (laughs) Hey, so they said if we made futsal into a college sport, would that benefit your soccer program? Which, yeah, obviously, Uh, because then we would be able to stack scholarships. Mm -hmm. Um, You would be able to keep your people going during the wintertime. And so I could see – I know in Dallas they're trying to start some futsal Mm -hmm. stuff. Um, In the high school level, I would love to see it. I I think that we we have the space. I think that it can be something that's done, right?
0: Definitely, definitely. So let's go back then to how you started playing because uh, yeah, we jumped yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, Where were we? We were uh, with – Oh,
1: 94, man. That's 94. That's era. when Carlos Valderrama was playing. Mm-hmm. That's when uh, the Colombian player scored on themselves and inadvertently <coughs> ended up getting ah, – Escobar. 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 Yep, yep, oh, yep. That's yep, wild, Escobar. dude. Uh, Soccer. Dude, uh, Roberto Baggio misses the PK in the uh, end. what a story. Oh, dude. It retires. Dude, my yeah. Italian uncle <laughs> yeah. he brings that up all the time. <laughs> dude.
0: It's just, such a sad story, man.
1: It is Ronaldo um, was in in that World Cup. Roberto Carlos was in that World Cup. Romario. I mean, so that for me was like, and it was all on TV. And we How taped, old were you? Uh, Ninety four. I was nine. Wow. I was nine, and so and I loved the system back there. I don't want to. I don't want to piss off all the clubs and all the academies. Mm-hmm. But the system back then, I don't know if it was like this for you guys. It probably wasn't. Was you would play recreational soccer until fifth grade, mm. and then once fifth grade happened, you would go try out.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: There was no academy. And I kind of, like, really enjoyed that. When Mm -hmm. I came back from West Point, I didn't know that there were academies at the time. I thought it was just still the same way. So that was probably, like, 2010 Mm -hmm. when you were graduating high school. Um, But what was crazy about that time was, so I was nine years old, probably fourth or fifth grade. I knew... That I wanted to go play for the Royals like my older brothers did. In Edmund. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which at that time was in North Oklahoma City. We were actually over by that's Independence right. Middle School. Um, so we were like in the heart of the city. In fact, one of our practice facilities was downtown. There's a little plot of land in between all the buildings. So Royals was huge to me. And we, you know, I knew like that was a lineage in my family. I had to make the team. Mm. And so I think that's when, it, but it was always ingrained in us from our family to just work hard, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. if you're going to do something, like you're going to put work into it on your yeah. own. At your best. Yeah. And we're sacrificing to pay for you guys. Cause I had a disabled brother. Like I said, my, my dad was working in a sheet metal shop. My mom couldn't work to, to help take care of my brother. So I was selling lollipops for jerseys. Right. Mm-hmm. And so for us, it was one of those things where like my, I see my parents working so hard to give us this opportunity. Mm-hmm. It's on me now from a really young age to perform and to practice. Right. And so that's just always how it was. And that's how it's always been. And I think that's why, you know, Evan has been in the same career. Mm-hmm. He was actually my assistant coach in high school. Um, and so, you know, he's had the same job going on 20 years now. How he's was best, that? Best how job is, how in
2: the How was world. having your brother as your we assistant We
0: almost coach. got in a fist fight one time. Well, he, here's this one. You probably didn't know I was but my,
2: assi- my brother's assistant coach. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: That's funny. Uh, Evan, he was telling me the story about it before you got here, Paulo. Yeah. how yeah. Evan called, uh, called him up and said, Hey, man, you have one more year of eligibility. Come knock it out over here at Mac U. Yeah. And I heard you killed it. Yeah. So I actually was transferring to UCLA. Really? Because when I was
1: leaving West Point, I left on kind of like a weird term. Normally, if you're there for four years and you leave, you either have to join the army for five years or you have to pay back 250 grand to the government. But what had happened was I had a really bad car wreck. And so mm-hmm. I got medically. Uh, Discharged. Yeah. But they said, OK, we're going to let you have a year and see how you feel because I had already had multiple concussions they said and then so in that year I started working and I got this really cool job in LA um, working for Randy Quaid, Cousin Eddie from Christmas
0: Vacation. Oh, really? You know Christmas Vacation? No, but never you never seen Christmas Vacation? No, I'm, I'm really bad at some of these He's movies He's in Independence
1: that... Days, too. Um, so I was working for him and trying to transfer to UCLA. They wouldn't take my credits. Uh. And so Evan calls me up. He's like, hey, we're building something special here, man. Mm-hmm. He's like, I got Andrew
0: Webster. You He's, know, coming uh, here, my respects to that guy. Coming in from Liverpool. That
1: yes. was his first year. Um, you know, he already had a, a really core group. We like Kit Stevenson and mm-hmm. beanie, all those guys. Andy Mendoza, um, Daniel Gallegos. Big shout out to that. That dude can yeah. play, Good, bro. Can natural. Play. Talk about natural dude, talent. He didn't
0: even tie his shoes in college. No, no stretching, just comes out. No, he yeah, still- just rolling.
1: And so we had a bunch of really just, uh, what I always tell people is the character of that team was so awesome. So whenever I stepped in, just they were all like, a
0: bunch of characters. It what
1: do was you crazy, mean? Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's all still, yeah. Crazy. Even when you guys were playing there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I took it, man. I said, hey, this is a great opportunity to, to help my brother get another year in. What's crazy is, is the first five seconds of that season, I tore my meniscus up at McPherson. Yeah. We went to McPherson, and I literally, they kicked the ball off, and I went to Sprint. I was like, I'm going to score in the first like, five seconds of this game. And my meniscus went. It. And so, but they were trying to pull me out. Say, hey, I, I think I, I felt it. I was like, I think I can get a goal before half, right? Like, get out of me, here. Give me till half. Give me till half. Dude, plugged one, right, and then subbed off, and we ended up beating them one wow. nothing. I McPherson mean, was like. I, think, I don't think Mackie had ever beat McPherson no, at the time. No, but that
0: was a program. Such
1: a beautiful yeah, facility. Yeah, dude, yeah, it was awesome. Yes. Yeah, I was shocked because I was coming from, you know, West Point where, you know, we played like Stanford and mm-hmm. Cal and SMU. and Because everybody wanted to play names. Army. Everybody mm-hmm. wanted to play Army. And we weren't good. Like, we weren't
0: the most talented
1: team. Mm-hmm. Not everybody wants to go to West Point and play at Army, right? But it
0: seems like one that more than –
1: We stayed to get. We stayed organized. Um, we had a plan Mm -hmm. and we never veered off of our plan. So we gave every, we tied probably more games than anybody in the world. Yeah, Like we tied SMU, we tied Stanford, like, you know, because, uh, right. Because we would sit in and just stay true to, so when I came back here, it was, it was really different just being in like a civilian kind of atmosphere. It was like, Oh my God, what's going on? Like people eating chips in class, like getting up and going to the bathroom. So casual, just um, not even
0: saying anything. Dr. Sloan was, did Mm -hmm.
1: you ever have Dr. Sloan? Yes, I did. Love that guy to death. Yeah,
3: Um,
1: had Dr. Sloan. It was just such a cool kind of new environment. But we started implementing some small changes to the program, like on the on the player level. Um, Evan made me. I can't remember. Maybe Bryce Jansen. Somebody was captain. And so one thing we said was, "Hey, we're gonna tuck in our shirts when we warm up. It looks Mm. stupid. Does look weird. It's unorthodox. Hey, hey, it's unorthodox. But every player on this field, when we warm up at MacU, when nobody's watching us." is going to have their shirt tucked in. Mm-hmm. And we did that. And, and everybody bought into it. And so it was one of those things. And we ended up going on to the NS. Florida? Yeah, we went to Florida. Mm-hmm. I think we lost in the final four. Um, so we had a good showing. You I know?
0: hear so much about how awesome that trip and fun that trip was.
1: <laughs> Dude, honestly, I was super depressed. Like yeah. Evan will tell you I, I slept in between games and... Uh, because I knew. I was like, I would have had a baby on the way. I, I kind of knew. I did a stint with the Rapids. The Army actually let me go play mm-hmm. with the Rapids. They were trying to – we were trying to do the hearts and minds thing at the yeah. time. This yeah. is 2008, you know, back when we were in Afghanistan and Iraq. Mm-hmm. And things were just tough, man. Like, I was up in New York. It wasn't, like, the most friendly place to be yeah. an Army soldier, right? And so they were trying to some new things. So they sent me and another player, the other team captain from West Point. We went and played with the Rapids for a little bit. And uh, so it was just kind of – I just knew, you know, you know how it is like when you're a player, um, when that happened at McPherson, I was like, I'm not going to get surgery. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to finish the season. So I actually, for the first time in my entire life, I had always been a striker and an attacker. I started moving back to center mid throughout the season. Because my knee was hurting worse and worse. A menace.
0: I was like, God. Yeah, damn. so I
1: just kept going back, kept going back. Because you just play until it tears or you have well, surgery, your right? your eligibility. Yeah, so.
0: so too late to <laughs> redshirt or anything right, like
1: that. Right, yeah. By the national tournament, I was playing defensive center mid. God, which I mean, And I found, dude, I was like, dude, this is like the coolest position ever. You get the ball a lot. You get to see everything. Distribute. Yeah, and it really like, so that whole experience, man, was like really kind of life-changing for me. And I just knew right when I got out, I was like, I don't want to play anymore. I don't want to, uh, I don't want to have a job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't want to work for anybody. I'm, mm-hmm. I was still in what's called the inactive ready reserve. So I was kind of still tied to the army a little bit. And so that's where I was like, start training kids. Mm. And then that was 12 years ago. Wait, Jeez. yeah, 12 years ago. And it just never stopped.
0: <laughs> now he's here. Yeah. Now he's here. I'm so like
1: humbled to be here with you guys for real though. Because uh, thank you for coming. No, I mean, what's fun about it now, dude, is like whenever I first started training, I was like your age. I was like super young. So all the parents were older than me. Yeah. Now I have three kids and I'm older than, so a lot of you guys are having kids. So it's really fun because the knowledge level of the parents that are coming up They're are a lot like. Higher oh my god dude yeah. it's like you got to really, really be true. on point like as a trainer and as a coach you got to really know what you're you doing don't know who's watching you don't know who's watching dude i mean i've had some ballers that i'm like look over i'm like oh my god, critters in here or you know mm-hmm. like i'm like what is he doing watching my session and so you want to make sure that you're like always on point it's just the level of the game yes. is just going to continue to compound yep. and get better so
0: and i and i think one of the most important things when it comes to coaching having so many eyes on you is of course the drills and whatnot but more than anything is just being a good person to those kids nice i always believe in making it fun right more than anything else and through playing you know teaching those lessons right i will eventually one day start coaching but i am just hitting that bridge where i just can't get it paid for yet yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. one day i'll let go and go full force and ah, i dream of that day well
1: that was wonderful what you just said because like one of the uh one of the things we look for in our training is actually demeanor. Mm -hmm. So we'll go through like Sundays when we do a lot of rise training and we'll be constantly looking, okay, what's the demeanor of the player? Are they bouncing around, Mm -hmm. right? Are they communicating? And so a lot can be, can be said about if players are having fun, Mm -hmm. right? And if they're more Mm -hmm. receptive to listening and everything like that. And, and the last part of that too is man, the parents, Mm-hmm. Right. Like just having the parents buy into it. I tell people all the time, man, I'm like my daughter did jujitsu and never once did I go in and be like, Hey, uh you're teaching that jujitsu move wrong to the instructor. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? But you get that a lot where you're running a training session mm-hmm. and then afterwards the parents come over like, Hey well, What was that? That was like, and that's fine. It's okay. It's great for parents to ask questions. But but at the same time, like when it's a soccer or a futsal, it's good oftentimes to sit back and, like, that's what I do with my kids. I don't even coach my own kids. I'm like, hey, you go out. I trust your coach. I found a good coach for you. And Steve Hill, shout out to Steve Mm -hmm. Hill. I don't know if anybody knows Steve Hill.
2: I, I, OG, bro. He's been around
1: for a long time. Um, but, yeah, so that, that's another side of it is just, you know, being a parent that, that's asking the right questions afterwards, mm-hmm. right, in training. And and it's a whole thing, man. But you that's have a- to
0: have that respect. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I took my son to go play somewhere, and I didn't really necessarily like it, but... Who Am I to come up to their trainers and be like, hey, I think you need to be a little bit more involved? Like, I get that they're three years old, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't just. And uh, that's not me, I, right, right, I don't right. believe that's the right thing to do. You much rather, I'd much rather have them finish with the practice, pull them, find somewhere yeah, else yeah, that'll absolutely. take them. But as a parent and a coach, there has to be that level of respect, right? Like, right, I'm right. not gonna. The parents that are on the sideline coaching their kids on the pitch when you're sitting there thinking like that's not what his role is supposed to be right he right. needs to listen to me yeah. And disrespect
1: yeah. so we actually implemented something and believe me dude we have amazing parents. and that's one thing that like we made a conscious decision about a year into rise where we said hey we're gonna stop looking for great players and we're gonna start looking for great parents mm. and ever because we wanted to build a culture and ever since we started that our culture has i mean exponentially gotten better mm-hmm. um and, and, and oh we have a closed session once a month so the very first session of every month, besides for the little babies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you're in our academy, there's no parents in the in the gym. It's the coach, and, and it was funny, dude, because the first two times we did that, the kids were like robots, like they didn't know yeah. how to react because they they make a mistake. Where do they want to look? Glance over at the they car. Wanna, they're, yeah, see. they're like looking around, right? Um, but then session three and four and five, all of a sudden, dude, it's like yeah, they start becoming in it. themselves. They, yeah, they start becoming themselves, and, and I'm glad you said that's Actually, during the pandemic. That's one thing I started doing is home visits.
0: Mm. And I
1: still do. I'm trying to get away from home, dude, because it's like. But it's just
0: you build that type of relationship. You do. My teachers, when I went to Dove Science Academy, would do home visits. And it's awkward. It's different. You're walking into somebody's house and everybody's house is completely different. I work in the medical field. So I have seen all kinds of things. Right. But that just goes such a long way.
1: It It was a subproduct of something I was just doing to help people that couldn't. Get out of quarantine, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, over the summer, I did 300 of them. Wow. 300 house visits over the summer. But it, it was because A, there was a demand for it. Mm-hmm. And then B, I was like, dude, this is freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, kids are opening up and show me their dogs. You know, I can see where they play, you know, we're knocking the ball around their parents, their families there. And so, yeah, like finding that level of comfortability. And I tell people all the time, man, like why it's so important to get your young ones into the gym early mm-hmm. is because when you come into our gym, it's intimidating for anybody like and especially for a little kid so you can imagine right. your first experience coming in imagine coming in as like a four-year-old right it's like a and four-year-old not knowing walking, anybody it's
0: like a four-year-old walking to Vasa gym at 5 p.m. <laughs> seeing the parking lot packed and yeah 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 big buff guys hitting the bench right. press doesn't make you want to hit the bench press anymore yeah because yeah.
1: we got them training right next to our highest level players and yeah. so um but it's important to get in there because you start to become more comfortable you start to become comfortable with the environment it's mm-hmm. the same every time and we we try really hard to We follow our methodology to a T. We swear by it. I say it's the best. I don't I don't know if it's the best, but I believe in it because mm-hmm. I have to. Yes. What kind of methodology would I be teaching if I didn't believe in it wholeheartedly, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, but we stick, stay true to it, and so we have that consistency. When you come into our gym, if it's a closed session or an open session, we're gonna run it the same way no matter what. Mm-hmm. And some people are turned off by it. Like some people don't like all of our coaching staff, but they know when they come in who they're, what they're gonna get from our coaches, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's another thing we tried to really tr- try to really do is we tried to hire a staff um we kind of got like a prototype of people that are mostly adults they are they're all adults but they m- almost all have jobs mm-hmm. they almost all have kids and families um because that way like they have a lot going on so yeah. when they're there it really means something right mm-hmm. and so that's reciprocated you know in brazil they say we asked and we said like what is it like you know does the player give 70 and the coach gives 30 percent? they said no the player gives 100 percent, and the Coach gets 100%. It's like, well, that doesn't make sense because there's only 100%. You can't Mm -hmm. give 200%. And they're like, no, that's how it works every time. Is if the coach is giving 100% and the players get 100%, we're meeting in the middle, Mm -hmm. the session will always be good. So we've tried to create that environment to where when our coaches are in, they're in, right? And then Mm -hmm. the players see that, the parents see that. And so creating those environments are massively important. That's what we've tried to do.
0: Well, damn. (laughs) And the environment is there. It's definitely there. The kids are there and – now so if your kid isn't playing futsal i'm sorry he is getting left behind yeah it's that's get him in you have to get them in early at least
1: once a week man that's all I tell people it doesn't have to be a huge commitment as long as they're hitting that once a week I mean that's that's really good like and it needs to be throughout the year like these seasonal futsal things are great but what happens with futsal is it's compounding Mm. so if you're doing it once a week that next time you pay for your league you're getting way more for your buck than if you took an entire eight months off and then got into the league right compounding yeah
0: Yeah, it's like it's like it's like compound interest you gotta invest early if, if
1: you invest exactly if you invest early into the sport you're getting more for your money over the long term Mm -hmm. rather than just hitting it when it's cold right and so that's my biggest pitch to everybody is just find a program and it doesn't have to be with sports house like we had to create a market in the beginning it was just us Mm -hmm. right um now we have rafa who Mm -hmm. came from sports House, right rb7 monster yeah we got we got rb7 you have all these people that are around um so we had to kind of create this competition now it's there so it's not like. Just because you can't make it to the south side, like look up futsal. Yes. now I would suggest that you come to Sports House because I do think that we do it the best, mm-hmm. we've been doing it longer. Um, and say I it,
0: say it out loud so the people in the back can hear you. Yeah,
1: I do. I like, I, I wholeheartedly believe that our methodology stands mm-hmm. on its own. And so, um, <laughs> oh, wrong one, <laughs> <laughs> do
2: it. Yeah,
1: there you go. There you to get up and dance. <laughs> so, but I said he, wrong
2: one <laughs> at the end
1: of the day, go, go play futsal once a week. Yes, there's. 15 courts, like you said. Like, just play. Yeah, just go play. Just play.
0: Yep. Well, dang. There is a huge futsal tournament coming to Oklahoma City. Yeah. I just... Seeing and thinking about how it's how, how big it is is so massive. We could have so never peop- imagined. So for the people that don't know, there is going to be a futsal tournament yeah. next week, two weeks. Twenty fifth. The twenty no, fifth. 25th. 25th, that's going to be held at the. I don't know the name of the convention center.
1: I, I man, I should know. That. It's the <laughs> so, new convention yeah, new center new, across the street dude. from
0: the Scissor Tail Park. That place is massive, dude. It's unbelievable. And to think of a, such an empty space filled with. So all these futsal courts and all these parents oh and all God, these dude. kids and the
3: street, 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 screen, screen
0: with the shoes and the balls, I think is huge. Yeah. Kids leaving there to go to the park after and, oh and soccer God. gear. There's just going to be so much soccer. Yeah. And just thinking about it gives me goosebumps. Yeah. They're it,
1: flying in, man. We got teams from Miami. We got teams from all over the Look place. at that, Yeah.
2: That's insane.
0: Yeah,
1: dude. It's that is huge. insane. Well, United Futsal, listen. Talk to me about you, it. Listen, United Foot, we had to make a decision early on because as. Futsal started to grow it was like the wild wild west that's another reason why I kind of got into it, like at least from a business standpoint, cause I was like, Oh cool. I can make up my own rules. <laughs> like yeah. I can create my own Academy yeah. and not have to follow anything. So it's not the
0: case. Is right? it right?
1: Well, so now what's happening, you know, now we have governing bodies. And mm-hmm. so we had to make a decision and we decided to go with United Futsal. And I'm so glad that we did the guy that runs that. Um, I, his name's Rob, I think Rob Andrews. Um, I call him like the Mark Zuckerberg of Futsal because this Hi, guy, <laughs> dude, this dude, his events are like, they're just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. When we go to them in Florida and St. Louis... Mark
0: Zuckerberg of futsal. Dude,
1: hey, ask our families. They're like, you go to a United Futsal event, and it's like, dude, the camera work they're doing, the lighting of the facilities, everything that they think about that goes into it means something, Massive.
0: Right? Their Orlando tournament ball is held at Orlando Studios. Yeah, yeah, Disney. What? Disney. Yes, so when, you, when the people from Oklahoma City go to that tournament... We go to Disney. <laughs> yeah. They go to Disney. They go to Orlando, yeah. and that's
1: just... And you're getting Barcelona's there. Santos is now... With United Massive. Futsal. Yeah. Massive. Porto. And Porto. this is a yearly yeah. thing that they do
0: yeah. yearly. Yeah. So yearly.
1: United Futsal did a great thing, man. They said, okay, we're going to have these tournaments, but then also you're going to have a vault, right? So. Each player has what's called a vault, an online vault. So like when my daughter goes and plays, all her stats are going in. There's an iPad. You go and over there, boom, 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 boom. You're building your portfolio. Your player a card like in FIFA. Yeah, it's a player card. And then they pick the top 12 players, the top 12. And then so like we're sending a ton of players to Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, that's And some of those kids got picked to go to Barcelona. That's where we we're supposed to go to Barcelona. So there's actually a nice little ladder mm-hmm. of how they're building, taking this talent and bringing it together. Whereas that has never been the case before, mm-hmm. right? like and again it goes back to geography we i always tell people dude there's probably like three or four players on the south side of Oklahoma City here that could probably go play on the national team right they're out there somewhere yes. right Yeah. Um, but it's hard to find them yes. because the United States is massive mm-hmm. so what he's doing is he's building um, what they are doing because it's a team of people um, they have a
0: what you all are doing
1: yes yeah because we we were actually one of the founding clubs mm-hmm. um, we're one of three futsal only clubs in United Futsal. out of the 32 clubs the rest of them our, Colorado Rapids are in indoor. there yeah they're all outdoor clubs
0: so we're
1: that's a that's a hat I'm willing Yeah, of course,
0: because those are big. (laughs) Big, it's expensive. Big, and to be only just futsal? Yeah. Like, that just speaks for It's with, super expensive.
1: Itself. Yeah, I'll just go out and say it. I mean, we spend thirty grand a year to go to those tournaments, right? Yeah. And so, for an outdoor club, that's not bad. You're, you're splitting it up amongst thousands of people. I only have eight people on my mm-hmm. roster, right? So, we do a lot of work on the back end. Um, we have a lot of help, and we do a lot of things. Um, but what he did was he said, okay, I got an Eastern Division, a Central Division, and a Western Division, right? And we each play our regionals, which we were in Memphis, um, Has some teams do really well. Um, and then we'll go to the World Tournament, yeah, um, um, this tournament that's coming to Oklahoma City—that's just a national tournament where United Futsal has partnered now with United States Youth Soccer, mm. which is a step in the right direction if I've ever seen one. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, for all the people, the haters of United Futsal out there, um, because there is—I mean, it's soccer and futsal. It's—it's it's it's what it is.
0: I don't think Balo. I know a little bit about this, this, this uh, tension that there's there, yeah. but Balo, I don't think you understand how.
2: Well it's just politics, right?
0: It yeah. kind of is, yeah. There's just been a lot of things that's gone on in the city and I haven't yeah. I need to have somebody that can just tell it to me how it how it happened and how it is.
1: I can because they all came from a sports house.
0: I mean, I mean,
1: it is, but like, I'm not trying to like toot our own horn, but we started, we were the first organization and then there was legacy in Tulsa. Mm -hmm. So it was funny. We go to tournaments in Dallas that, you know, the people I said, they're like our mentors Mm -hmm. and uh, it would literally be a sports house city futsal tournament. We would have, we took 23 teams one year and then they had 23 teams. We're just playing each other. Now, right. Uh, we go to Dallas this year and dude, there was like 50 teams from Oklahoma. Not all rise teams.
0: No rise. There's RB seven. Yeah. There's there's
1: Southside. I mean, there's Man United. There's all sorts of teams. So, which to me was like, dude, that's just freaking awesome this is exactly i never wanted it just to be sports house that Mm -hmm. would be no fun um but yeah so there's there's tension and this and that but we decided to go with united futsal because we were able to see their programming they give us a curriculum i mean you know when you've been in futsal enough times when you've been in santos with santos they've been here when you've seen the coaches from porto run training sessions like you have a pretty good gauge of like who's going to do the right thing in Mm -hmm, futsal mm -hmm, and so mm -hmm. i think we made the right decision and and now, in hindsight, we really did because United Futsal, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, has <laughs> come into town, right? And he uh, is partnering with OG&E, and there's some other obviously huge players involved in that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they want me to say their name, but probably not. And so they've um, come together. They've made this amazing this amazing uh, event that's going to happen, and it's bringing in people. It's great for the city. That's so the hotels, great the for the restaurants, I mean, so good. Out of state.
0: And if this can be like a yearly thing, yeah it's like the winter magic in Oklahoma city. Yeah. And we're trying to get the
1: NTC here, which is the national training camp. Mm -hmm. So like, uh, my daughter, a lot of other people are going to go to Phoenix in the summer and that's where they pick who goes to Barcelona. And so, um, we would love to have the national training camp here in Oklahoma city. Why not? Why it, not? it's right here in the middle of the country futsal is booming in the city we have the space we have the places to do it we have it. the players
0: we got the I, passion we got I, the
1: culture I'm not pitching this to Rob from United Futsal right now or anything I'm not looking directly into the camera at Rob and saying we have to have the NTC here mm-hmm. but, on the uh, podcast
0: dude, but no. I mean <laughs> that, in Oklahoma City sorry <laughs> hey that could be
1: something that that could be something that, that happens in the future which is you know this tournament's the first step will it come off yes will it be awesome United Futsal is running it mm-hmm. so Mm-hmm. It's I, for sure. I'll my, awesome. hey, hey, I'll put my money on it. There's so.
0: growing pains though. Whenever there's a first of anything, there's for sure. bound uh. things to bound to go wrong. But as long as we keep it consistent, yep. go back at it the second time, I only it. see the positive. When I had yep. seen that poster and heard that where the location was going to be, I'm so jealous.
1: My, no, my jaw was like, uh, yes. Yeah, when we toured it, I was like, what? The in vision. The like it's going to be here. The vision. Do they bring the courts in? They lay them down. I mean, it's <sighs> like they transform this place into a, a football. <laughs> we we foot gotta be out there, Mecca.
2: We yeah. gotta be out there. You definitely. guys have to be out there. You we guys have just, to be out there.
1: Hey, I bet we could get this set up over there. We you definitely to show can. from there if they awesome. allow us
2: to. Why not? Okay,
1: I'll, let's get it done.
2: I'm down, dude. That'd be dope. Yeah. Yes, and we could just watch the whole thing, and just do commentary on Good. it. I mean, because that's our thing, you know. That's Interview people.
0: That's Bro. why. Yeah, the, that's what I'm saying. That's Come why on. we created the football factory. That's the I Oklahoma City football. The culture, just to. Uh, the mission, had and I'm sorry to start talking about it, but no, it, had, it, it had always been to level up everybody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I run the media. Me, me and Pollo and everybody, it's a team effort, but the mission had always been to shout out everyone and everything. You to celebrate everything. It, yeah. High school soccer. I'll repost anything that I can see. And lately, I haven't been doing a good job dude, of I've it. Dude, I've
1: been doing awful on my page.
0: It's hard. It's but so not. That, hard, dude. That
2: bleeds into why we do this. It's exactly. just kind of like we just want everybody to get their story. And it's also great. Like I mean, we talked about it with Rodrigo a little bit. Well, to somebody else who we had talked to, it's like, it's great to kind of have a day where you kind of basically boost yourself and you're like, dude, you're you're going back into like, Hey, look, I was in the army. I did this. I did that. Yeah. yeah. And you're going to go home and you're going to be like. Dang, I did live all those things, yeah. all those memories. So good to pause. So it's yep. good to like pause, take a moment, reflect. and like reflect on your. That's whole a great life. point. Yeah. Uh, but then it also like helps everybody else, like because I've I've seen you, yeah, I've yeah. I've known you as a person, but I've never known your story. Right, right. You know right, what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's it's awesome to like get to know people's stories because you're like, man, because like, I didn't even know you served in the army. Yep. From your Neither like from his personality, I, I yeah. was like, I know. I was yeah. like, wait, this guy, yeah, he yeah. He told you it was going to be like, the best
0: guy. podcast ever that we recorded, and he's delivering. Yeah, he's delivering. For sure, <laughs> and it's just kind
2: of like, um, and that's why we do it. Like, yes. so people know, like Platform, man. the platforms and like why we fell in love with the football, you know, yeah, soccer, yeah. and it's like why. We play what we play and how we play it, because that's uh, what ties us together. Exactly. And we can come
0: on and talk about soccer, aliens, demons, yeah, futsal. <laughs> everything well, how many times team. have
2: you guys been on a, a field or
1: a court when you're with like people from like four different countries that don't even speak the same language? Yeah. Oh, but, but we yeah, do. You step we out, do yeah. step. You're like, we sorry, do speak yeah. the, the same ball language. around you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I don't need to. Yes, yeah, right. Exactly. That's the beauty. The no, beauty hey, I, I can't. I can't do anything but <sighs> like commend you guys. Though, like in Football Factory, has been so incredible because I do remember when. I just know him as it mm-hmm. which means chicken, right? Yeah, yes. it does. <laughs> uh, when he came in and, and was kind of talking to us about it and the stuff. And I was like, it's like, I think he's on to something." I remember telling Kit, yeah. you know, some of our business partners like, dude, I, you guys are onto something. And just to see how that's just, cont- I mean, it never stops. It doesn't. And that's the same thing with sports house. That's when, you know, like, uh, I my wife loves the Shark Tank which mm-hmm. I hate like be, as a business owner I yeah. freaking hate that show I was like turn it off I want to watch like Family Guy or something and so I love Family Guy yeah, I love Family Guy <laughs> <And> so, um, <laughs> yeah but you know one of the guys the other day was saying like if you build a business to sell it you're never gonna be successful no. yeah. but if you're in, in for something because you want to be and you're grinding it out and you're loving it, then you're going to continue to do it. And that's what I've seen with you guys. And I mean, once I heard you guys were doing the show, I was like, dude, that's a great
0: idea. That's wonderful. I've been wanting to do a podcast for years, mm. and it's just something that I never just pulled the trigger on and just jumped on and done. Because take it takes so much vulnerability just it to is- sit here and get the reps in and all these mistakes that we've had and now <laughs> feeling more comfortable in front yeah. of the mic. And like this episode here, it's... Been so easy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So easy. But on top of that, it's the sharing the stories in a different way that's <clears throat> going to be there forever. No, absolutely. Forever. Yeah, no, and that that is good what you said about like being able to boost every now
1: and then because I do feel like a lot of people come into the gym and they do see me there. Like I'm all, always there and they're probably, uh, yeah, that guy's kind of, that guy's kind of weird and then they're like, Oh, okay. Well, he believes in aliens. See, now they know mm-hmm. that, you know, yeah, exactly. it, it, it is weird, but, uh, it is good to have some context about people mm-hmm. um, because then when they're teaching and that's what I consider my, I've never considered myself a trainer or a coach. I, I always feel like I'm a teacher. So that way when people are, te- are teaching or seeing me teach and you know they like oh, okay I can reference that you mm-hmm, know mm-hmm. Um, that's why you turn into a hard ass for just five seconds randomly and then the slipped out of and it. context <laughs> and uh, yep.
0: teachers and coaches are mm-hmm. people that are so important in our lives because I massively dude. coaches for me for some reason all the coaches that I've had in my head are just at a different level because mm-hmm. I it's just a level of respect agreed, agreed. all of them all yeah. of them that I had your brother yep. you know he was my college coach and. Yep. He's up there. Yeah. He's up there. All the coaches that I've had, it's just like teachers, but for it coaches, it's just, it's almost like a second father. Yeah. Second it, really it, it really is. It really is, man. It's just uh, such an important yeah. role, and I've always had the saying is to be the person that you wish you would have had as a kid. Right, yeah. That, that's a great, yeah, that's a great way and to And I, I see you doing that with what you're doing, mm-hmm. and I, we try to do that with the football factory stuff because I wish I would have had somebody boosting high school soccer when I was in right. school or yeah, yeah, yeah. anything like that. So, mm-hmm. I, sticking to that is just great and shout out to your story what you've done and what you're Appreciate going you to be doing yeah. it's exciting I'm pumped yeah, I can't dude. wait for Lo- next
1: week yeah hey can we circle back around in a year and do like a uh, yes. Follow up episode, please. For sure. Anytime you want to okay. come. Okay, and then we'll also have you guys on uh, Life After Life, the, the life, podcast. After life, <laughs> life After, after Life follow. <laughs> dude, I'm so down for that. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> tune in. <I'll>
0: I'm His his father in law is a great character. Yeah, and then dude, plus he's
2: John Lennon personality. Yeah, dude, I love the Beatles are one of my favorite bands. Really? Obsessed. Have you Have you seen Have you seen the new series on Disney? Dude, I love that because it's like, dude, seeing a team. 'Cause they're a team. Yeah, they are.
1: Seeing how they work together and how they come up with stuff to me was like so fascinating. What is this? Dude. Like, what they show? Were, okay, so basically
2: there's is it like a Beatles show. Well there's there's like, like two that hours. just came out. Yeah. There's two <laughs> yeah. that just came out. One was like their last rooftop concert where it's like like super in depth on mm-hmm. their concert. And the other one is basically like just basically uh who the beatles are and what yeah. they did and now they changed the game. Wow. they did change dude, the, the game. The
1: rooftop one's cool too because it's like leading up to it and they yeah. don't really have a vision for it. And yeah. They're yeah. trying to like discover what they want to do and there's like some falling out. There's some arguing. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, and then you see them overcome it and all of a sudden it's like one of the best musical things of all time that ever happened. They, they did a concert so, uh, on top of a roof. Dude, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, they're so funny Gotta take their risks.
0: interviews
2: their yeah. interviews are hilarious, dude yeah, you can yeah, imagine
0: yeah. Just if that was in twenty twenty two where they would be right now. Yeah in yeah. a time where there wasn't any social media and to be known around the world oh my god that's yeah massive. In, that's massive that's a Beatle mania mania i can't imagine i can't imagine yeah. it's just like
2: you know how much like you like how powerful you have to be to be at that stage like the only other person that i put in that category would be like michael jackson mm? yes up there like right to that extent yes um but the beatles were insane man i yeah. love the beatles i love i, I used to have um i don't know where i put them on my uh Beato records cool. um and ah uh, dude i nice. love it so much yeah but they're so funny dude there's like you know do you know ringo star no it's basically their drummer okay. okay uh which is not his real name mm-hmm. uh really? but <laughs> this guy right here uh no really stop no i really
1: didn't
2: know that i thought it was his real name no stop like you're playing what's his real name you're, you're playing with me no, i not. swear to god like i really didn't know that was that in the documentary no, it's just common knowledge. <laughs> Calm down. It's mean, common knowledge. Swear. Like,
0: <laughs> okay, okay. My yeah, wife's,
2: wife's going to kill me when I really didn't know. I thought Are you serious? Was, I swear to God. His name's like, Richard. Uh, R- R- Ringo Starr is a pretty cool drummer yeah, name. Yeah, Richard Starkey, that's, Star. that's his name. Richard Starkey. Oh. That's his name. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but his, his name, they named him Ringo mm-hmm. because he wore a lot of rings. Oh, so okay. then that's why they're like, but then basically they're like, the uh press is like asking him he's like um is Ringo like the best uh, drummer you know in the world or whatever mm-hmm. and then I don't remember who answered if it was like either if it was John or Paul because they're like the yeah Kirkians you know and he's like Ringo's not even the best drummer in the Beatles <laughs> and it's like, but he's their drummer <laughs> yeah, so it's yeah. just like they're yeah. funny bro they're yeah. they're, they're, they're talented
1: cool. I love like that's why I liked watching the Super Bowl although I didn't watch any well first off Samaj P. Ryan he mm-hmm. did a camp at the gym Oh. Right after pandemic. Mm-hmm. And he was like kind of before he went to the Bengals. So I was like super excited. I was like, oh, yeah. cool. He was like on our court. Um, but the, the second part of that is I didn't watch any football games, no NFL all year, but I love watching any artist or any performer that is at the top of their game yes. perform. <laughs> it's like for me, like I went to tool. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the band tool. I have heard. of. Yeah. Them. I went and saw tool um, like in Tulsa two weeks ago and it was a three hour show and wow. they're li- They've been a band for 30 years and you can tell. And I'm sitting there like, from my sports perspective, I'm like, okay, they've they practiced over and over yeah. and over, like the commitment and the time it takes. So I love any. I mean, I can watch curling if it's the top That's of the top, <sighs> dude. I'll freaking watch it. I I was, is I was so watching good. it
2: yesterday after after the NFL mm-hmm. uh, Super Bowl, uh, like the one where like they're like they are the bobsled? Running. Is it bobsled or what is it? What it's do the they bobsledding do? Sledding. They're like Explain running. It. They're like running with this thing and, and then they, they jump, jump in. The sled yeah, 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 and yeah. And just like, what is yeah, this?
0: Yeah. They go by it's so insane. fast. Yeah, so f- imagine just turning and yeah. turning that uh, at 60, 70, 80 miles Like the hour. car we
2: saw today at work? Yes. We were at work and then like uh, this customer comes in and then like. Uh, he
0: pretty much said, hey, did you see that car outside? And we go to look and there's a car just on its side. Flipped over oh on its side. Simulation theory. So, oh yeah. If <laughs> <it was> <laughs> like, <laughs> what, if, what if it was there <laughs> when we got there, but we didn't even notice yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Maybe oh it was. And God. if you, I wouldn't have told you it wouldn't have been there. True. True, like yes, I exactly. wouldn't, I wouldn't
2: have even known. You wouldn't yeah. yeah,
0: exactly. You would have that would have never even been in your mind. Oh my
1: simulation Lord. theory. Yeah, you bro. See that? Yeah, bro. Dude, so what was the car That's doing? Just, I have just no idea. I would
0: imagine <laughs> it that over. it got in a wreck, but there yeah. was I didn't hear a crash. We didn't hear or anything. anything. We, so we didn't so hear anything. Found it on the side. Is super we, weird. Which I you, love weird stuff. You would have.
2: You should have heard something yeah. we don't know if it's like on its side you should have heard I might have something. just
0: dropped out of the sky or something like that it's just hey, so weird I'm on,
2: my, I'm on the phone with my wife yeah. yesterday uh she's leaving the gym so
1: she's going down 240 mm-hmm. back in Mustang, mm-hmm. and she's like uh i see a guy twerking on the side of 240 i'm like oh cool and then she's like wait wait he's running out into the middle of the street okay never mind he's walking into oncoming traffic yeah poor guy so I went from twerking and i guess he was just like dancing Vibin. down 240 mm-hmm. yeah was just
0: vibing bro so man, i had something i didn't what? see i was like man i wish
1: i would have seen that
0: man when the when it starts to get warmer outside you know <laughs> yeah, things start going All crazy. The crazy people caught,
2: right? yeah. Yeah.
0: they start walking by <laughs> in the studio
2: here yeah they so, do it's just, one of the best things about having like an indoor facility that like you guys have is so that you guys don't have to worry about the Oklahoma weather like the way we have yeah, it here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for me, like coaching wise, I'm like, oh, I could practice today, yeah. tomorrow, Wednesday, but then Thursday's gonna snow. Yeah, Thursday's right. gonna be and Friday's gonna be thundering. I'm like, yeah. what am I supposed to do? You know? Well, the consistency part of it was
1: like one of the reasons why I felt like socially would be so important to implement into like the school system mm-hmm. is because it is one of those things because I think consistency for everybody is massively important. Mm-hmm. And so that's one of the, the reasons I was like, okay, this is something we can do no matter what uh, even if a tornado blows your facility away <laughs> you can do it for a little bit so uh, yeah no it is it's it's,
2: it's actually really Dude, nice imagine having like a, like an after school like futsal thing you know because I remember when it was like uh, when I was in, in elementary like right mm-hmm. next door it's like we would call it the center mm-hmm. you know we'd go play basketball do whatever play board games but you felt like a futsal like I guess like an after-school program, you get what I'm yeah. saying? Dude. I'm trying to
1: infiltrate, bro. I'm that trying to get like so the masses dope. getting trained. That's why I want to train PE teachers. Because so I was thinking
2: in my head, I was like, oh, cool.
1: If PE teachers are rolling this out, then they're kind of doing the work for us, right? Yeah, At yeah, least the kids be. are playing
0: and stuff. So. I yeah. believe there has to be like a chain of just communication between the high schools and their middle school, feeder schools, the middle mm-hmm. schools. And then Javier and I have always talked about like imagine if there was like a school – That would provide you with your academics, but at the same time doubled as a club. We tried. Yeah?
1: We actually are in the process of still trying, but yeah.
0: It's just so hard. It is. Well,
1: you need the facilities. You need the, you know, uh, all that stuff takes time and money obviously but it is something that we're trying to yeah because for us it's like you know some of our kids are just not going to school there's like mm-hmm. i'm gonna do epic and train or like mm-hmm. you know it's happening more and more yes and so we're like well what if everybody just came up to the gym and you know we we had teachers and stuff like that but that would be that'd be pretty cool it's like the img academy have you heard I, IMG? yes
0: i have and there's schools like up northeast that are private schools mm-hmm. that have professional facilities i think uh One that I see on social media all the time is Tom's son, who goes to some school. Yes, in Minnesota. In Minnesota. Dude, it's crazy. They travel overseas during their preseason. Yeah, they're like like in Norway. (laughs) On some crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Getting their, of course, their high school credits, but at the same time getting quality training daily, their meals, their sleeping on campus. It's like the Charles Xavier, the X Men school for yeah. kids that play soccer and whatnot. No, no, that's really just is. some next level stuff. Man, that,
1: that goes back to you know offsetting costs. I mean, that's you offsetting know we started. A, I asked you earlier if you guys had a. Uh, nonprofit. We started. We started a nonprofit. It's actually mm-hmm. called Kids of Circumstance, and so that's what we're. That's my big focus this year is trying to get funding into our kids of circumstance. Um, uh, 501 C three so that we can start to offset costs. And if there Mm -hmm. is a kid that that wants to train, they're able to do that. Mm -hmm. And they're able to go and have these experiences because right now, how many kids are getting lost in the mix? Mm -hmm. I mean, the reality is 75% of kids will quit playing competitive sports in America by the age of 13. Mm. That's three out of every four kids, man. I mean, think if we reduce that to 50%. If we made that two out of every four kids, mm-hmm. I mean, it would be so good, not only socially and economically, right? But the only way to do it, I think, is to continue to have these kind of talks, these mm-hmm, kind of discussions, mm-hmm. having Football Factory and Sports House and everybody kind of collabing together and figuring out ways to offset costs and to bring more people in. Yes, so yes. that's Dude. what we're going to continue to do.
2: And it has to go back to how like intense and how... like loving we are about the sport because right right like i remember back in the day you'd, you'd be like oh we're gonna go to these tournaments and like oh you're gonna face texas like kansas people are coming yep. california people and then people would be like oh dude the east coast the west coast that's way different football compared mm. to the you know the midwest and stuff like that but now it's like yeah oklahoma teams dude putting up yep. a fight against yep. like these west mm-hmm. and these yep. and that deals with like what you're talking about with what sports house is doing with what like all these clubs are doing and i feel like the the community the our community is growing so much too because like i mean i have friends from the east coast and the west coast Mm -hmm. and they're like dude the level of soccer here is way it's different coming from up. what I thought. I yeah, me, dude. I used to come here. Sure. They're like, I was gonna thinking that I was gonna come here and be a baller. Yeah, and right. like yeah. it turns out that it's like it's rough, dude. So, for sure. Well, Garrett mentioned
0: it two things. It's just the level is going up just because there's more parents that had played, mm-hmm. and now me as a parent who has played futsal and soccer mm-hmm. understand that that's important as opposed to maybe when I started playing where my parents just didn't really see right, it. Right, right. And then another point that he made is that. And I've always said this is just an asset of living in Oklahoma City, is that if you pick up on a trend that's going on East Coast, West Coast, and bring it to Oklahoma, hands down, you're 10 years ahead of the game. Mm. Oklahoma is just that far behind. And you can look at that as a negative thing, but as the positive person that I am, that's only great. Because yeah. it's we only have one way to go, and that's up. you right, know, right, And that's mm-hmm. with anything, whether you make videos, fly drones create a podcast. You're 10 years ahead of the game if you're starting in an well, Oklahoma Well, it's City. funny
1: because when I very first started out, it was like when FIFA was kind of getting really popular too. Mm-hmm. So at first, I kind of had like some FIFA parents, mm-hmm. right? And wow. then all of a sudden, then all of a sudden, uh, you were able to watch English Premier League pretty readily available, right? Oh, yeah, ABC. So Thank then you. I had a huge, a lot of Manchester City dads uh, Which is ridiculous. Right, Manchester now, City fans. Right? Yeah. But it was like, it was kind of this. I'm just, I mean, hey, I'm not, no, I'm Man United fan. I was just, mm-hmm. I'm making a point. Wait till you hear my point. I'm is that, walk out. No, 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 no. I hate Man City, but I'm making this point. I no, dog, oh, Hey, hey no, no, no. I'm making this point is that it was interesting because although these parents were getting like really into soccer, mm-hmm. it was without the base knowledge of the game itself. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of lended to this like weird, you know, back and forth. Mm-hmm between coaches. Mm-hmm. Now we have people that have grown up played playing, right? That have this massive base knowledge. So add that into parenting. And so now it's just this whole different thing. Like when I look in the gym and I look around, I'm like, Hey, what's up? Hey, how you doing? I've I played with you or you played with me or you played with this guy. Mm. So it's like almost everybody that's coming to the gym has this. And furthermore, if you haven't, you're surrounded by people that have. Yeah. So yeah. you have a really good sounding board. You have a good network. Mm-hmm. And so all that stuff, I'm going to use it one more time. All that stuff is compounding, right? Holistically, it's coming together. Yes, it is. It is. And so I see the trend only moving forward, only getting better. And I'm just super excited about it. And mm. so it has
2: to be the name of the episode, what compounding compounding <laughs> he's used that so much compounding <laughs> dude it's the
1: only way i can think of it like it is though it's like a huge tidal wave that you can't stop
0: compounding futsal. yeah
1: compounding foot
2: that's, that's the name, name
0: yeah. of yeah. Yeah. i like yeah. that yeah. we always come up with these names while <laughs> the we're spot. recording because yeah, 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 yeah. that's just the best for way to sure, come up for with sure them. Yeah. for sure wow we've at two hours and one minutes in well done hey,
2: look I'm telling you, bro, there's not, there's there has never been this many people walking by. <laughs> Maybe they're
0: still doing Zumba next door. No, Who they're knows? not. No. <laughs> and now
2: I'm scared like, to go out there. Yeah. We'll all go out there together. Bro, yeah. I'm scared. I'm holding Don't worry.
0: Well, I mean, I, is there anything left to ask you?
2: Well, Whatever you want. When it comes to, like, you as a player. Because I know we okay. have a lot of stuff to talk about mm-hmm. when it comes to, like, what happened worldwide and stuff, all this other stuff. But, like, you as a player, do you have anything else that you want to share with us, like, with the people?
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, let me just add this. Um, If kids don't love it, they won't keep playing it, right? Mm. And so, like, I tell parents all the time, that is literally the most important thing. Like, I know a lot of parents, and I'm an individual trainer, man. I've done it for – I'm trying to get out of it, but it's hard to get out of when you've done it this long. Mm -hmm. Um, But we didn't have that growing up, Mm -hmm. right? And so it was, like, kind of on us to just – love it enough to go out and do it and I know my brother's really big on this it's like if you make your kids do individual training early on the likelihood of them training on their own later when they're driving and you're not looking over them is decreases significantly mm-hmm. right and so it, that's that's it for me like you just gotta love it I don't care if you're painting a picture I don't care if you're digging a hole if, if you love it and you buy into it then you're gonna be successful and you're gonna find your way in it right and so that's just my main thing with like every parent in every player If you start to notice That like you, Maybe your kid's Not loving it as much Be creative And don't be afraid To ask questions Right mm-hmm. um, And most importantly Don't be afraid To listen Right Yeah, Because kids, kids Kids will tell you How they're feeling um, Unless they're scared of you Unless you're just riding their ass every game and every training session. You know, like a lot of times I send my daughter, I'm not saying I'm perfect or anything like that, but I really like what we've built here where I send my daughter to training session. I'll stay out. I won't even go. And then she has to tell me about it. Mm. And now she's gotten to the point where we've done this long enough to where she's like, okay, well, let me just draw it. I have a whiteboard at the Mm -hmm. house, of course. Mm -hmm. Let me just draw it up on the whiteboard, right? And and I'm sitting back there. I don't even care if she's explaining it wrong. Mm -hmm. She's trying, right? And so for me, I'm like, okay, this is her learning. This is her having to go back and and think about what she just went through and then translate that to me. Mm -hmm. And so... Just finding little ways to continue like loving the game and, and motivating people, I think that's just the biggest thing. And just staying positive.
0: So. Okay. so beautiful. Respect. Respect yep. to that. I love, love soccer. That. Love <laughs> it, bro. I love it. It's just this. Look at us. This, Look this at us right now. Is. This is what we do. So we just got through the first segment of the show. Yeah, okay. Ready for the second the segment? The second <laughs> segment of the show. And we don't have to go that long. But that we don't any details. We yep. just bring up what happened over the week, mm-hmm. the weekend.
2: Mm-hmm. Paulo, you sound like you might want to bring something up. Yes, I do. Um, so Chelsea wins this easy cup this past mm-hmm. weekend. So, mm-hmm. I mean... Fairly easy cup. You know? <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. just
0: tough because a big team like that is expected to win those kind of tournaments. Yeah, yeah. So
2: they play Palmeiras? I mean, I, they play Palmeiras, you yeah, know. Palmeiras. A, a decent squad. Decent, decent Brazilian yeah. squad. But... It's Chelsea it's versus just like is. It's Chelsea. Yeah. It's just <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. you know, it's just, it's just true.
0: But whenever you play those games where you can only, you only have one game. Right, right, right. Anything can happen. Oh, yeah, for sure. Palmeiras goes up. They just defend or yeah, whatever yeah, it yeah, might yeah. be. The Brazilians Red with their. Yes, yes. There's a lot of mind games going on. But it was, I think it was, I yeah. thought it was fun to watch. I
1: actually, I have to admit, I haven't recorded
2: and haven't even checked no. it yet. No. It's, had a crazy it was, weekend. it was all right. It wasn't yeah, yeah. too crazy. It has its yeah. moments. I mean, yeah. yeah, but you're, I mean, you win the World Cup, but now you're almost double digits behind Manchester City in uh, well, the Premier League <laughs> I don't put I don't put this
0: World Cup game in with this season now because this is just putting that final button on the year that they won the Champions so League so last season yes, oh, yes. I see. yes. so yes. you're just yes. zipping it back up and just putting it right away I mean that's just how long it takes for the world winning club team to take that's just the button on last season yeah. so this season and that season is just two different things mm. you know True. True.
2: soccer is unpredictable I mean Bayern lost 4-2 to two to like a no, complete nobody's mm. this past mm-hmm. weekend
0: too um and then we got champions league tomorrow
2: that's what i wanted Who's to go into where Madrid, psg, PSG. PSG. Oh, that's yeah, the yeah. biggest yeah. one Zim, Zim that's a game and a half yeah. right there no Dude, sergio yeah. ramos
0: we got neymar back with messi yeah. and mbappe is going to be playing the team that he is supposedly going to go to right i've seen all, all these funny videos
2: bro like uh you know how like sometimes they put like fifa videos together yeah yeah, yeah. and it's just like uh, mbappe versus uh Real Madrid tomorrow and it's like him like completely missing the penalty nah. and like, <laughs> just I like slowly right. tapping into the keeper <laughs> Yeah, he's just yeah. like and Muppet <laughs> needs to have homies when he gets there so yeah for sure know. for sure I
0: really want to see PSG do great but when you face a Real Madrid in Champions League that's
2: yeah. a whole different Real Madrid it's a it really whole is different. it's a whole different Real Madrid right. no Benzema I mean, though it, it also isn't like Mr. Champions isn't there no more <sighs> so it, it it isn't like a you know, winning three Champions Leagues in a row type of Real Madrid. But it right, is a right, decent right. Real Madrid. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Big players come big in
2: big moments. Oh, yeah. So. Absolutely. City plays sporting. I think that's the city. Has to. Has to be. Yep. And if they don't, then I'm going to be very, very upset. <laughs> um, we'll see. We'll see. Who else plays? There's one more game. Bayern... Salzburg. Yeah, that's definitely that should be a good one. Yeah, yeah, that should be good, especially with like I said, Bayern losing four to two. That kind of gives Solzburg a like. Yeah, yeah, for Wait, sure. Wait, if mm-hmm. they can do it, and yeah, then we can do it. You know, yeah, we definitely. It, you know? definitely. Um, yeah, we'll see. And then what else is going on, dude? What do you th- What are your thoughts on Mason Greenwood? Dude, his oh, whole life. His man. whole life is just yeah, dude. Darn. Sorry, I mean, it's, that's, that's crazy.
0: Yeah, that's Unfold how dude. I feel about it. If it's true what the allegations yeah. are, that's the tough cookie, man. That's yeah, the dude. you did that to yourself. Your that Donsky, is bro. crazy. Yeah, now I, the one that surprised me was the West Ham player that got caught kicking a cat. Court, court, Zuma. What? Yes. Kurt, you have heard that story? Zuma? The story? Zuma. 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 Zuma yeah. kicked the cat. His yes. cat. Yes. He was caught his own cat. Like actually kicking it. His
1: own cat. Like kicking it hard.
2: I don't know. I didn't see the video, but that's the story that I heard. So, basically, it kicks in, like, kind of just messes with it, and, like, yeah. and his friend's recording it, and they're, like, laughing. Yeah. Um, but this has kind of sparked a bit of controversy, just because it's just, like, you know, people are like, hey, he shouldn't play, da, 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 he's hurting animals. Yeah, yeah. But then his uh, teammate, uh, Antonio? yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So I don't know why sometimes, like on FIFA, it says he's English, but he plays in the Jamaican national team. So he, it's like it's he's, he's unbelievable. He's a beast. Yeah. He's a beast. Yeah, he's awesome. But he comes down. He's like, hey, look. I mean, he wrote on his on his post. He was like, hey, look. I'm not condoning what he did. Yeah. But there's guys out there that do, like, racist things. Don't you think racist things? Yes. Yeah, And definitely. people don't say anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like sure. They take, like, a cat's life more, or is more valuable yeah, than yeah, a human yeah, life. Yeah, And I'm just like,
0: that's so true. That's the conversation that sparked with me when yes. I had seen Because they find him 350000 They wanted him to get banned off the team. Like, they didn't want to see him play in the EPL anymore for a, it's, I mean, you shouldn't be kicking cats. But there's right, racism right, right. that goes on that gets yeah. just flown under the I mean, radar. Look, look
2: at what happened to Saka and, uh... Mm-hmm what's his name? I just lost his name. Rashford. And mm-hmm. when they missed their PKs right. in the Euros, like they Awful, were like dude. torn up. Yeah. And then just like nothing happened.
0: It's just yep. sometimes I feel like there are forces being played against you that are so calculated. It's almost seems like the Joe Rogan thing that's going on yeah, right yeah. now too. For sure. Because I heard you guys talking about it on your yeah, last yeah, podcast yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, uh, it's almost seems like it's intentional. Like something's yeah, yeah. going on. Uh, yeah. Like it can't yeah. be just planned like this. That whole Joe Rogan thing that's going on. I, I stand for Joe Rogan. You know mm. what I mean? Because, yep. I, I try to explain it to somebody. It's You can't judge somebody. If, it's, if the speed limit's 35, 10 years ago, and I was driving 35, but then it switched to 25 now, don't judge me on the speed limit that right, I was going right, back right, then. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, definitely. It's just... Some crazy times. Yeah,
1: it is crazy times, man. It definitely is.
2: Another thing that happened: Christian Erickson's back. Uh, is play? he? Yep, yeah, he play. is. Back dude, play. Thank goodness. Yes, How man.
1: awful was that? that terrible. Was, that dude, was. Rough. That was really I was hard. To that, wa- wa- yeah. that was rough. Scary, dude. dude, I like. Dude. I had to tell my daughter. I was
0: like, "Hey, go in the other room." Yeah, man, it looked bad. And I heard with that move, they've sold so many shirts. Really? Yeah. Wait, wait. So
2: who's he coming? <laughs> He's playing for Brentford. For who? Brentford. Really? The yeah. Bumblebees. Whoa, cool. The bumblebees.
1: Yeah, nice. I like them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And then uh rumors are speculating. I'm just letting you know right now from mm-hmm. the start. That Ronaldo does not Want to continue playing For Manchester United I heard that I
0: heard I had seen okay. the story About how he was just He
1: called me about him. that and and he called I, you I tried, tried you? to help him out And try I, to keep him On the team Shot you a text yeah. <laughs> yeah You try to convince him To
0: come to the MLS
1: <laughs> Yeah I was like Yo, Come with Douglas Costa Who just signed with
0: LA Galaxy Or Shakiri To the Chicago Shaquiri. Fire thats a good
1: one, 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 one of oh, my Yeah, yeah Shaqiri yeah. That guy's got the most hey, Massive
2: calves In the whole game I'm just glad
1: That they're coming over Earlier
0: In
2: their careers they their like Frank Kane Or like They are
1: not Piero?
0: No. no no, 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 no um, uh, the other Italian guy yeah, that came in yeah yeah
1: yeah oh god he Italian? went to Toronto classic no he played for New York
0: oh, oh David Villa no oh it's Pirlo
1: Pirlo.
2: Mm-hmm. Pirlo, Yeah, so Pirlo came, Lampard came, but still, so Pirlo, many, hey, Franz Pirlo could still Schweinsteiger. Probably be
1: playing though, dude. So simple, just
0: That guy was my never favorite. That guy was never a fast player. He Did was just a no. just, yeah, smart player. Super smart. Dude. Those are the kind of players that I love and admire. The Pirlo's, the Xavi, the Iniesta's. Someone put it perfectly is like when Yeah, when like when the
2: brain is smart or is faster than the legs. In trouble, it's not mm-hmm. about moving quicker, dude. it's about moving first. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, it's, it's insane. Uh, what else is gonna, but, but yeah, apparently he's gonna leave just because he just didn't. The, the, the things that he it. thought were gonna happen yeah. are just not happening, yeah. It's tough, you move. know. Man, and then, tough. Yeah. Go ahead. What do you think? What do you well, think? I mean, you're a United fan, you know. I know
1: what I was gonna say. I am like a U.S. men's national team fan, an OU football fan, and a Manchester United fan. It's a hard life to live. Hard life to live, right? Yeah. I mean, to be a fan for those teams sometimes. But I mean, it's
2: right, it's right now. To be fair, right? To be fair, right now. Yeah. Because obviously, Lincoln Riley's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ronaldo's back. Dude, but I, but I love
1: Venables. I'll take Venables all day. Yes.
2: But Ronaldo's back, but
1: you He's know, not he happy. isn't performing. Who yeah, else yeah. did you say you were following? A U.S. And men's National Team. Uh,
2: and they're doing all right. They're, they're doing, doing all right. They're doing decently. They're doing decently. all right. If
1: if Tim Ream ends up on the on the field again, I'm going to be upset. Tim who? Tim Ream. Who, Tim He's Ream. the one with the ponytail. Oh, that plays defender. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, We can yeah. leave him. I, there has to be a better defender in America. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> what like, I feel. there has to be like <laughs> there, there has, has to. to be like, dude. We're in the United States. I'm just saying there has to be
2: somebody. Somebody. Right? <laughs> hey, but Matt Turner, that guy's Tim story. Way. Yeah. That guy's story is insane.
0: He looked like a beast playing in that last I mean, just just qualifier. look just
2: look at all the names that they have Adams, Weya. They got Sargent. Sargent, is insane. Yeah. In the yeah. yeah. They've got St. Louis obviously Roy. Christian. You yep. know they got uh, oh they're them in, but even dude, like dude come on the Jordan
1: uh, is it Jordan Morris? Jordan Morrison uh, the forward? Yeah, yeah. I mean Seattle? Even like, For Seattle? yeah, and I love him, dude. But he had a chance to go to the Bundesliga and supposedly he didn't want to because he just bought a new dog. Mm. Terrible decision, bro. What? But, but Sounds like a listen, fake story on the but, but listen, he's on the field, and I'm thinking in my head the whole time. I'm like, dude, there has to be somebody better than that guy. Better than, guy. than that guy. He's good. Don't get me wrong. Pepe, yeah, Pepe, dude, he's my that Pepe's my guy. He's great, dude. but it's
0: just being on the national stage. Buccio? You just have to produce. You do. There Dest? is no second chances. Dest, dude, Dest is a beast too.
1: Lucio from Kansas City. I don't know if he's there's talks he's going to Europe. That's the younger
0: guy, right?
2: Yeah, <sighs> Matt, Matt, Matt Turner's good, dude. Matt Turner's a there's good a lot of keeper. There are no, yeah, yeah. His story's insane. How he like he was he didn't even play soccer growing up. Mm-hmm. Like he was like <clears throat> in high school. He played and it's like he didn't play till it was like his junior year of high school, oh, wow. like starting and mm-hmm. like and then he went to college, but he walked on to college so he was he went to go play like education wise he went that route and then he played or walked on until his junior year of college. And then once he was done with college, like they were like, "Hey, he's like, I'm done with soccer, mm-hmm. you know." And then his dad was like, "Hey, no, you come on, keep going, yeah, you got it." Talent. And then out of nowhere, he's just like, "Now he's at Arsenal. Now he's, at Arsenal, now he's at Arsenal." Like that's insane. That is insane. Bro. He did dude. not take like the regular like you know, hey academy. I don't think yeah, there's, there's a regular. There's I don't think there's a regular way to. Dude, quick story
1: about a kid from Oklahoma graduated 2004 with me. Actually, he played at Norman North. Dominique Servy went to University of Tulsa. Was sitting. I think he played his first year and then sit sophomore, junior. Another keeper came in. Mm -hmm. The kid's like six six, and he just continues to work on his own. Continues to work on his own. Goes to the MLS combine, gets picked up by the Chicago Fire. Okay. Uh Then from the Chicago Fire, it gets bought by Celtic in Scotland, where he continued his career as a backup keeper for a ten years. I think he just retired recently from Northern North. That's insane. But he was over in Scotland. Just training what the heck?
0: so tough to be a goalie man to break that yeah. number one Jeez. spot but that's shout out to that guy
1: yeah dude just work just work is it. he
0: still is he here in Oklahoma now I don't
1: know I need to reach out to him yes yeah. we have to get him on the podcast yeah we have we to Dominic would be cool dude. yeah
2: and then just kind of having that like evidence that soccer is growing so much um, just read that Peles rookie card uh, becomes soccer's first one million card whoa Great. yeah one million dollar card and it's the most expensive soccer card of all time. I bad. Well, naturally. I
0: had heard that Erling Haaland's, uh, I forgot what kind of card it was, but it was a digital NFT card that sold for like 60K. That guy. Is that guy's insane. Monster. That guy's, that guy's like that,
2: Ronaldo is the machine, like these 1.0 but he does Holland not have Holland the numbers is that Haaland has now. Haaland is going to be the number 2.0 machine. That guy's a machine. Have you
1: seen the video? I'm sure you have, where like they're in their defensive third. And he takes off? And dude, he takes off. And his head's down the whole time. He's, he's running. trucking. Dude, he's just, just two, trucking. Two, he's two, not even two, 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 looking two, two, at where the play is. Two, two, he's just going. Then dude, dude, he finishes two, it on the two, other two, end. 120 two, yards. Just
0: on top of him being a physical beast i think one of the most important attributes that that hat guy has is his iq and being in the right spot at yeah, the right time definitely. his runs are yeah, immaculate yeah. Oh, yeah. bro
2: he's a dangerous player because he's massive so he's got like core strength. He's huge, but he's the f- he's fast. bro. Yeah, yeah, yes. And what can and you do smart. there? You know, because players players generally have one or the other. They're either super yep. fast, or you could just shrug them off the right, ball. Right, right. Or they're super strong, but they're slow. Right. This guy has both. Ha- and that's, ha- ha- uh, ha- Dude, that <laughs> song is so good. It gets you lit. <laughs> that,
0: his national team has some stars. He's the same national team as uh, Odegaard. Mm-hmm. Love him as what a team. man. Yeah. He's. Quality, quality. I think he's definitely. I would want to see him in a Barca, Barca jersey.
2: Mm, yeah, oh, he he would never go to a Barca. <laughs> Holland, a Barca. Oh, Holland. I thought you meant uh, other guy.
0: Holland. I want to see Holland in the Barca. The
3: other
1: thing Holland has too of those. He's he's a performer. You know, when he scores his goals, he's like a goofball. He's got a personality. Did you yeah, see yeah, when like, he pointed
2: at that old lady and the old lady said Toma <laughs> 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 He scored a goal. He got on one knee, pointed at it like that, she said, yeah. "My yeah. my favorite one is whenever uh, I don't know what happens, but I think it's." they're playing a Spanish team mm-hmm. I think it's Villarreal and he like score, like shoots a penalty and then he misses but then like they redo it again because somebody got in the box or something but the, the goalkeeper the had like goalies. celebrated yeah. yeah so he like scores the next one and he like gets on the keeper's face and he's just like <laughs> starts yeah. running and like everybody's running against him bro yeah. and, like that's to me, if I was a coach and I had to pick between Mbappe and Holland, I'd pick Holland. I would too. I would just I, I because would. He's, he's got both. Mbappe to me has the speed, but it, like once you put him like against like a Marquinhos or like because right. Marquinhos on his team, yeah. but once you put him up like against like a Virgil, I think Virgil can like just show right. him. Off it's the just ball, a different right? you know? different kind of player. Of it M- is, and
0: Mbappe will give you moments of magic. Yeah, yeah. as opposed to Holland, I feel will kind of complement other players right. and, yeah, and yeah. better ways yeah definitely but i mean you can't go wrong with either one yeah yeah you can't go yeah. wrong with either yeah. one
2: dude okay so now perfect question that we have we kind of always people want us to ask sometimes with people who love the sport itself would you rather take a what was it 2018 france or what was it oh it was
0: a 20 it's a 2018 france team that won the world cup or the spain team that won it
2: mm-hmm. 2010 spain
1: uh evan would take the spain team and I would take the French team. Really? Yeah, just because of their attacking presence. Yeah, the French were just athletic. Yeah, tiki-taka. I would go tiki-taka. with the Spain team. Yeah, tiki-taka. I mean, they were, hey, it was beautiful. Dominance. It was beautiful, and it's and, and, beautiful to and watch. And at the time, the way they implemented it had never been seen before. But yeah, I like I like the athletic, the flair, mm-hmm. the attacking, you know, mm-hmm. relentless kind of pressure. So,
0: Man, where, where, where can we go from here?
1: Seriously? Dude. Okay, last one.
2: I, I got a question for you Okay, guys. Okay, yeah. okay,
1: okay. Lionel Messi or Cristiano? Or Cerva
2: Siete? I'm, I'm a Messi fan. I'm not a Messi fan, but I, I believe, I, and i told Ricardo this before, and I've said it on the podcast before, I think just from what God has given Messi, and what he was born with. Right. And especially because of the stuff that he's lived through his whole life with like, you know, you know, his mm-hmm. disabilities mm-hmm. when he was younger, um, being from Argentina and like signing his contract on a napkin. Right. You right. know, I think that he is the best player to have ever played the game ever. God given talent. And yeah. It's just a God. Some of his
0: attributes, you just can't keep stats. Of but, right, yeah, yeah.
2: but I think Ronaldo is the epitome of work ethic. Right. I think oh, that yeah, he's yeah, been definitely. like, yeah. you know, he's just that guy that like will work. For you no matter what. It just keeps getting better. You know it just keeps getting better with age yeah. and just continuing you know, continuously working on himself and on his team. But when I get to a point like that, it's just like when a guy is working, consistently working, I think it's gonna be like if we were on a team and let's say you were working super hard but we are kinda like not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that would cause a little bit of friction. Right, between Absolutely. Yeah. And I feel like that might it's might be what's going on with United, where like you I, know, yeah. Rashford mm. Or like uh, you know, God at the time, Mason. Body language, man. Yeah, it's just like Ronaldo's, just like consistently working, yeah. working, working. And then like when he was at Real Madrid, when he was at mm-hmm. when he was at Real Madrid, everybody was working with them. Yes, like they were yep. Consistently grinding. When he went to Juventus, it was kind of like some of them were grinding mm-hmm. with him. Right, them. right, right. But now that he's at United. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. like it just I mean, the, how it, would you feel like if you're grinding out there and you have like a Harry Maguire? Is in it the like back? a different like, era? Know?
0: Is it a different era? He he probably he just comes from a different era of football, That's not true. the social media yeah. football. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, it's just. Think about uh, who he came up with: yeah. skulls, and, oh for sure, and all the Ferdinand, Rudy, the OGs, Vittich, man. all those guys, Hard nose. just yeah, head work. down working guys. And these now it's you got the Lingards, the Pogbas, yeah. the It's just a different era yeah, yeah, now. So, yeah. it's, it's a just,
2: different vibe, and it's just like I mean I can see that, but it's just like I mean I'm gonna tell you again, if you're Ronaldo working. Your ass off the whole time And then you get like A Harry Maguire Who's just like It's a game oh, of 11 man yeah, It's a game of 11. 11 It's not basketball Have you seen his yeah. Defending Harry Maguire Harry Maguire To me, man. To me <laughs> Questionable I, I wonder it's, what it's he's a doing It's suspect Harry yes. Maguire has To be one of the Worst center backs Of all time well, There's man. just nobody yeah. else That's you know, been like worse The English can hype
0: up Their defenders so much man. Oh
2: my gosh yeah. It's so bad Okay so Really so quick is
0: it messy, you, have you have
1: to pick one Messi. Okay so in you You like dogs More than cats or yes, what is I, l- I love dogs. I know you do. Okay, I like so. dogs, and I like okay. cats. Because I feel like that if you're a Messi fan, you like dogs, and if you're a Cristiano fan, you, you like, like cats. cats.
2: Okay, explain. I don't have to. That's it. That's That's right. I, I see it. <laughs> I understand. I get I what did. you're saying. <laughs> Mm.
0: Leave that for Mm. the viewers. Now I'm intrigued. (laughs) Think about that. I got one for you. Yeah. Um, if you had to pick one to erase from history, which one would you erase?
1: What do you mean? A dog or a cat?
0: No, no, Uh, no, no, no. no. I would definitely go with the cat. (laughs) I was gonna say Eminem or the Beatles.
1: Whoa. Whoa! Wait, I want to put you on the spot like that. I can't answer that question. That's tough, Eminem
0: or the Beatles?
2: (laughs) Oh, Oh man. This guy,
0: hands down. Bro, you, I with, hate you with such confidence says that Eminem is the best rapper in the world. Evan says the same thing. Really? Yeah. Who else is there? I just can't give it to Name Eminem. someone else. Somebody had to have been there to make Eminem Eminem. And I no, just don't think it's Eminem. No,
2: no, no, no. That's what he's saying is that he's so unique. Nobody had to be there. Nobody had to be there. And Dre he's a, He's the guy. Marshall Mathers. He's the Marshall guy. Mathers, yeah. From Detroit. Yeah, Rabbit. Slim Shady. He is mm-hmm. the greatest of all time to do it on the mic. So who would you erase? Lyrical Genius. <laughs> And then his vibes are just there, bro. Thanos
0: is snapping his finger and he's allowing you to pick. Which one of the two are we blipping?
1: Dude, that is tough. We have to answer. I'm going to say Eminem just so I can go home and see my wife. (laughs) What? She's got like Beatles (laughs) tattoos and stuff. I'm like. Is she
2: really? Who? Like all of them? No, no. Not like of them. Like I'm
1: the only one that has weird tattoos. She has like quotes and stuff.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can't. I just can't. I can't. I, can't I knew this one was going to get popped I knew no, this I was going to get Why would you do that to him? I, I thought can't about pick this one, one, one on like one. an hour ago and I've just
2: been <laughs> hanging on to this question. Dude, yeah, it's, it's, just, it's, just, it's just like when it comes to like the Beatles, the Beatles like changed the game when it came to like. They so many people. Yeah, like they're international. Like they, yeah. were, they, were, the, they were the Brits, you know. Mm-hmm. And America was like super like you know, anti- someone could argue that
1: like rap would still pretty much be where rap is without Eminem, I mm-hmm. think. Personally. Whoa. whoa, 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 yeah. Yeah. whoa, no, no, whoa not, hey, whoa. He's so yes. unique, he's different. Whoa. I mean, who's rapping like him right now though? Nobody. Exactly. exactly. Still. Besides uh little Dicky
2: maybe. I love little
1: Dicky. Lo- hey, do you guys watch Dave? Mm-mm. Have you no, seen his I haven't show? Seen it. Dude,
2: unbelievable. Bro, one of my favorite songs by little Dicky is Pillow Talk. Have you heard that one? Of course. God. God. Featuring Brain, yeah, and yeah like, the what? brain's great. dude. No, yeah. bro. Hey, Earth goes hard. Earth goes hard. Earth he's goes like, hard, do you believe bro. in the war? <laughs> yeah. Do you believe in? the war? No. He's like, do you fuck with the yeah, war? Yeah, yeah. Do <laughs> you fuck with the war? <laughs> yeah. What? The what? What do you mean? Great song. But it's like funny because you're in the you're in the military, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like if yeah. What wife, would we do? Yeah. It's like if your wife would be like, oh my, you know, my uh, husband works in the military. He's like, hey, thank you. you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Why yeah. are you thinking? Why are you thinking of me? I'm in the military. He's the one in the military. Yeah. But dude, great, I can't. A, I can't pick one or the other. I just can't. No. Yeah. I just can't. Okay. It's just like
1: that was a great question. Then if it's a draw between, yeah, I got it. Is I got you. I got you. Me.
2: You nah. win. <laughs> yeah, but like well, how we talked about yesterday, there would be nobody <laughs> in that halftime show without Dre yeah
0: D-
1: exactly yes. dude There's that's what the the nominated. guy yeah I was trying to tell my pops that because he's obviously not in yeah number. but Dre's but the guy I was like dude me and Evan were like I wonder how because I love to see how many, how much people were worth I, mm-hmm. and I didn't look up Dre but Evan was like dude he has
0: to be a billionaire It has to dude he's There's done no so many <laughs> things imagine his royalties that he has in all oh those so- God, songs he has right. to just produce his catalog he, is he nasty. went through a
2: whole divorce thing and everything and like his wife did not take like the amount of money that she wanted she wanted a yeah, yeah. Paycheck yeah. And she didn't get bigger. what so, Was it Bigger than Jeff Bezos' enough, so. wife She got enough though But yeah. she didn't get what she wanted Bigger than Jeff Bezos' wife Yes oh, I heard that than.
0: controversy When they were She, she wanted, was like, asking for a lot yeah. Yeah. Millions and millions a month Yes And they went to court And he was just like You don't need 150k <laughs> for clothes <laughs> yeah, a month yeah, yeah, I yeah, remember
2: yeah. that Yeah it was And yeah, then he, he went to like A whole like brain thing as well so it's like each one of them had like this, like everybody in that thing was like had was, a backstory. Mm-hmm. That is like that person shouldn't be there right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that to me was like it was a great. I told my my friends year when we were watching. I was like nobody's gonna to me until up to that point. I was like nobody's gonna beat the Michael Jackson uh, halftime show. Right. That thing was just dude. Have you seen that? My He's dad. He's a performer, actually about dude. He's dude. a performer. <sighs> like, <sighs> he just literally stands there for like four minutes, and everybody's just like, ah! yeah, Michael crazy. Jackson, going crazy, bro. But. When it comes to like meaning of a halftime show, none of those people like we're supposed to be. We're supposed thing. to be yeah, there. Yeah. Like they all came from like terrible. terrible situations, drugs, gangs. You know what I'm saying, dude? <laughs> like, and it's you just could like, have ever
1: thought in this world. And it
2: comes like from and that just teaches you. It's like, dude, no matter where you come from, like, you are able to change whatever circumstances you have in your life. We're creators, and that comes to that. Like to us, like, dude, imagine if you would have never fell into love with the futsal game. No, I know, like we wouldn't have Sports House. Yeah, and you don't have Sports House, you don't have RB Seven, you don't have any of that. You don't have this. You don't have that. It's just like one small. Like basically, we're talking about Rodrigo too. That's what I was gonna bring up. That guy was like, if Rodrigo didn't meet that guy, I was gonna
0: ask Garrett, is there? What is one moment in your life that if you would have taken a left turn to Albuquerque, would have just completely changed your life? For Rodrigo, he had a friend who said, "Hey, come to Oklahoma." Just, just, just come to Oklahoma. He yeah. came, and now look at him. Yeah, yeah. Is there a moment in your life that
1: – Definitely. It's uh, when I decided that I was going to go to West Point. That because was Because at that time, you couldn't get, you couldn't go play at the next level, right? Mm-hmm. And I was getting looked at by some really good schools, um, some schools my friends went to and then went on to play in MLS and things. And But I, I was so stubborn. I was so confident in myself. I said, okay, I'm going to be the first one. And and actually they sent me to go play with the rabbits for a second, right? It was pretty cool, right? But I knew that also though I was like, Okay, this is gonna set me up like later in life, Mm -hmm. right? And so but I really feel like if I wouldn't have gone through all that, like I wouldn't probably be here talking to you guys. I probably would have never come back to Oklahoma. And I'm so glad I did, man. I like forget how much how awesome Oklahoma really Mm -hmm. is, right? And you don't realize something until you miss it. You know, yeah. and so, yeah, that's probably it. If I would have decided to go to a different school, I just think things would have all been way different, and I wouldn't have wanted that, right? So,
0: that's how I feel about my decision Did with going to MacU. Yeah. Because my story, did I have, have I ever told you my story about going to Macu?
2: Yeah. I mean, how yeah, you said that you had already squared out some of those other stuff. Yeah. Like I was basically enrolled at UCO, about yeah. to start
0: school. And Javier, my best friend, at, well, he's still my best friend. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, hey, he's if you're going to go play soccer, take him. <laughs> 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 so if you're going to go play soccer, let me know. Yeah. I'll go play. And yeah, he was like, hey, I guess I'm going to sign up to go to play at Mac U. And I said, bet. All right. Came back from Mexico for my summer vacation, canceled my classes. And signed up to MACU probably a week before school had started. It's wild, man. Yeah, and now look at me. Now, yeah. I, people that come from MACU are doing some great things. Oh my I don't God, know if dude. it's just because we went to MACU and we only see people. It's kind of like when you have a BMW, everybody has one. Yeah. But, like, I feel like people that come from MACU are doing Everywhere. things. Bro, but, what, but look,
2: look at the people we've on the podcast. A lot of them have been either MACU current yeah. students or MACU graduates. Coaches or, yeah. Dude, it's insane. Yeah. house. RB seven. Some
0: are coaching college. Yeah. Some are coaching at the highest levels in the club. It's just dude. Cl- oh, for sure. Crazy. Petsch, Clayton. I mean, dude, they're all over the place. It's just crazy. So, shout out to Macu. Yeah, seriously.
1: Shout you, out to yeah. Mackie for to you. that program, man. That it came from the. It's like the Phoenix came from the ashes. Because you know, early on, when like Evan and Zach started the program, mm-hmm. it was just a club team. When Zach started it, it was just a club. It wasn't even wow. a college team. And then him and Evans, yeah, so from where that started, even from when I played that one season there to where they are now, I'm like, oh, my. God, Macu
2: is a program. Yeah. I should have went there, bro. Dang, that's yeah. my that was my first option no, to go. Don't to, Don't regret bro. it.
0: You for you were at St. Greg's for a reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah right yeah. now, Dressel's at Oak we beat Oak 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 Mission. Mission. Yep. You know, I can't wait to talk when to was, him about. When that. I
2: was when I was there at St. Greg's, we beat Macu. You know. Just yeah. That yeah. St. Yeah. Greg's was legit. Putting that out. Who was there. your coach? Yeah. It was uh, Andrew Rundell. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 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 That was a legit. Yeah. It was fun, dude. St. Greg's was legit for a long time. Yes, it was fun, right? Hey.
1: Catholic school too, man. Mm-hmm. Not there anymore, bro. Not there no more. That, that
2: was wild. They were just like, crazy. "All right, see ya." Woo. Yeah, they were literally like, "No more college like that. for any of you guys." It was like, "Hey, uh, after this." Were meeting, you there when it happened? Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, I swear, yeah, it was oh, crazy. Man, that happened. is crazy, bro. How, it was crazy. how 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 was it? Like, right, it was. Were there rumors bro. flying around before it no, happened? Nothing. No, nothing. I mean, bro. it was just like you just one day. I think it was like on the news. I was like, "Whoa, wait." What? So basically, they had like this app that like. Uh, it sends you, like, information, like, hey, meeting this day or hey, doing that. And then it's, just, like, literally normal-ass day, dude. Mm. Like, some people are, like, going to the gym, texting. it's just, like, it's, like, a, you know, uh, what is it, like, priority meeting? And we're, like, man, we ain't going to that, you know? It's just, mm. like, bro, let's just, yeah, can't. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then somebody's, like, bro, but it's just priority on it. And it's just, like, <sighs> so then we finish All up right. the game, and like, let's go. Mm. So we go, and then we're in the gym, and it's, like, everybody's lined up. and But, like, there you sit with, like, the People you play sports with, you mm-hmm. know, because like that's not a yeah, university, yeah. So they have the like, whole you know, so baseball, soccer, yeah, for sure, basketball, everybody. And at this time, we had just wrapped up our soccer season, so it's like coming to a close, end of the first semester, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, the per like the worst thing about it was it's not the person that you expect to give you the bad news. Mm. Like, for example, if it's like if
0: they have the, the janitor if, if walk Bishop, in,
2: yeah, if, if Bishop, or like you know, hopefully, nothing ever happened at Bishop. But if something ever happened and we had bad news to give, I would have to be like, "Hey, this is what happened, boys." Right. You know. Right, but then, right, like, right. if right. I get somebody else to be like, "Hey, go tell them." You know yeah, I mean? for sure. Then that's like, bro, that's that's the most fucked up. Part. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So we had this random lady who like had I've just stepped into th- a role. Like, really? no, we had seen her walking around and like talked to her for a bit, but she was like, "Hey, you know, I have this email from the, the president of you know, mm. the United States." <laughs> I'm just kidding. Right? <laughs> no, from the university. Uh, and he's like, and I'm gonna go ahead and read it to you guys. So she reads it to us. Simons, and she's huh? like, yeah. She's basically like reading it to us, and then we're just sitting there. She's like, hey, yeah. After this semester, you have one semester to gather yourself and figure out where you want to go. The university itself will help you find another university to attend. Um, we'll have like university career fairs and this and that, and then like. <laughs> The point that I would never forget is when uh, she's like, after this point, after this meeting, there would be no more sports. Uh, like baseball literally was like in their preseason. Like, oh, yeah. Wow. So as soon as she Basketball said that, as soon as she said season. that, yeah. all, all you hear, like, because they were on the farm. All the Puerto Rican
0: Dominicans. Yeah.
2: They were like, yeah. And then, like, all the other guys were like, no, fuck that. And yeah. then, like, they all got up. And they just left like it's they just, didn't really care terrible, they left yeah. and then they were just like hey we're sorry to tell you guys and at that moment i was just like she's kidding for sure like you know this, yeah, just, yeah, this mm-hmm. can't cause be like, real because it's just out of nowhere i literally out of the blue and then um because there were like talk there had been talks about the university being in a like a financial super financial mind. yeah mm-hmm. but then it had just been like consistent so you're like oh it's just you know it yeah. is what it is mm-hmm. yeah yeah but this just came out of nowhere and then from that point, it's just, like, in my head, I was like, damn, what am, what am I going to do? Mm. It's just, like, I come here, like, because it's a private university. So they gave me a scholarship. Right. They gave me an academic and a soccer scholarship. So I, I, I had it all. I mean, I had nothing to pay for and this and that. And then so then I was just, like, what am I going to do? I get no federal aid, no state aid. What is there yeah. to do? Mm. But then, I mean, luckily, a lot of the other people were able to get, like, their scholarships basically honored at other right, universities. Right, right, right. So, and I did too, but I, I don't think I made the right decision when it comes to picking. Because, like, the the thing that I live by now is that not everything that's free is best. Right. No, absolutely, Plus, yeah. So, like, I went to SCU, but at the time where, like, SCU is just about, like, having all the kids. Like, they had, like, at that time, they had, like, 90 members. Whoa, I mean, yeah. yeah. And then at, at that point, it's like, are you really, like, a player, you know? Yeah, or are yeah, you yeah, just, yeah, like, yeah. another body out there? Right, know? right, right, right. And if you're not cut out to be, like, at the top level... You're just another body right. Yeah, right that's not the environment that i would love to grow up in uh so at that time i was just like man this isn't for me uh-huh. you know, and so i like, was bouncing around from different things trying to go to from there i uh, had to try with snu and it, that went well um but then i just didn't have the funds to go to snu so right. then at that uh-huh. point i was just like man well this is probably it's just is done yeah but then i had already my first contact with like the collegiate thing was at macu Mm-hmm. And I had done like the Monster Mash, you know how they do like that stuff mm-hmm. or like the October yeah, yeah. stuff. I went through that whole thing, I was like, Man, this place is dope, I wanna do this and then but St. Girls is like, Hey, you know, it's got a scholarship for academic and yeah, yeah, soccer. It's just like you can't beat that. Yeah, yeah, movie. for sure. And that environment was dope. I mean yeah, you were off in your own little grow. world, bro. Well, it was the like cool, yeah. Campus
0: was immaculate. It, it had it. It's it own had a vibe. beautiful campus, and then like, we were called
2: Saint Kegs. St. Keg's. Yeah, St. Keg's. Sure. Everybody yeah. was just, <laughs> but I, I didn't, I didn't drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't drink. I don't. <laughs> well, I, I don't drink. drink. I don't drink. Yeah. I don't drink yeah. Okay, that's why. <laughs> that's why I'm very skilled at ping pong. Okay, uh, oh, okay. you're a ping pong player, too? Dude, we have a lot of games to play, bro. I have a ping pong table at my house. that's how intense it is. Good. We just had a. Pink I'll bring my I'll it.
1: bring my paddle over. There you go. My paddle that yeah. I carry in my case. You have to because my ping pong paddle case. Special we have to home. play chess. <laughs> we
2: oh have to play. Why is it that every time we have a guest, the guest always wants to play me at Hey, hey. soccer we
0: player. Hey. We're what all competitive people, yeah. man. It's competitive. Just the competitiveness. I just <laughs> I just love, how do you like, hold the
2: Oh no, uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. How do you hold it? I hold, I hold it like at the at a, like a weird angle. Like so that. when I go, yeah, it like Snap it basically snaps, it. but it goes in and out. a little English was, on there, dude, yeah. And then I could do the one where it's like you hit it to the side and it goes.
1: You might not believe this, but the best game ever created is Big Brother. Big Brother. What the is show that show on TV? Oh, okay, oh, I've seen it, okay. dude. Best game ever created. Household? Just throwing that out there. We just have to watch a season and find out i have to now this guy's like this guy's like
2: wouldn't you ever love to recreate I'm like, I'm like a game like that this guy teases it. me he's huh? just like hey dude, this I tease is everybody yeah he's like hey this That's is great and then you're like oh how and he's like you gotta, <laughs> you gotta find out <laughs> like, find <laughs> out
1: next
3: year when i'm on nah. that,
0: the podcast whoa yeah. man let's end it now yeah. because if not we're gonna go for another 30 minutes sure, yeah, for, absolutely. and i don't even know what All time right. it is i'll check here in a second dude, super dude, episode that was fun man i love this i appreciate because it's like so genuine it's not
2: like you know not like something that we had to bring out of you. It was just constantly like you would let it, let it flow. For sure. And again, respect to you coming on. We, we appreciate you coming on. We appreciate you giving yeah. us the platform that, Absolutely. that you have. Um, and I'm like, I said at the beginning and I'll say it again, I am more than excited to see where you guys go appreciate from here. Um, just because we're, I've, where I saw you guys start from, you yeah, know, yeah, to where you guys are at now, yeah, I'm just like, that's insane. It's wild, man.
0: Con on us for whatever you guys need. No, no. Whatever yeah. you we need. We all have the same mission.
2: Yeah, I can't absolutely. wait to hopefully be at that big tournament. Yeah, hey, Two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two weeks. So so I'll reach
1: out to you guys, like, in a sure. couple of days. Yes. Because it would be cool to, like, kind of bring some equipment there. I t-
0: I'm, I'm down. I'm going I'll game. help you. Let's do it. <laughs> I, I mean, if I can get all this to fit in the
2: backpack, I'm... Not, it's not them, dude. Yeah, hey, plus I have my we'll truck. What do, do you mean? Air. Yeah, I have the truck. Just put it in the truck. Yeah. Let's do it. I'm down. <laughs> Let us know. Do a awesome. recording. Have some guys from Miami. Be like, hey, what are you thinking about? That's what I'm saying dude. that'd be cool. Like, come on, on. That we that have to. I got that you. That we yeah. have to, bro. I got you.
0: So many ideas. I got you. Have. But I'm Let's excited,
2: do it. Dude, I'm genuinely excited, and I can. I can't even explain. I'll hook it up. I'll hook it up. Let's do it. Because you guys are growing, and that means we're growing. Yeah, absolutely. Because we're all tied soccer wise. If sports is growing. RB7's growing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Football factory's growing. You know, everybody's growing. And that makes it better for the kids. Yes, that's it does. all that that's all that it really matters to, man. The people aren't gonna stop having kids.
0: So. No, they're not. <laughs> they're <laughs> not. <laughs> no, we're not. No, we're not. <laughs> so, well, man, I guess that's yep. a wrap for episode seventeen of the Mass Football Podcast. Well done, guys. So well done. I appreciate you, Garrett. Absolutely. Again, we're gonna have you on again. And um man, tune into the next episode, guys. Amen. Peace.
3: Peace.